0: What is up, mi gente? This is your co-host, Luis Martinez, and this episode of mi gente show is titled, Nepo Babies Fight Back. There was an article a few weeks ago regarding nepotism in Hollywood. Nepo Babies are children of famous actors, directors, producers that end up having a career in arts and entertainment. Sophia and I break it down, and we agree and disagree on some of the reasons that is bad and good. Where is nepotism Good. Well, it's been used for a long time for different various reasons, so we chide about that. We also have way, some anonymous advice, and our Latinx spotlight is Alexandra Jimenez, a filmmaker from Honduras, joining us live all the way from Central America. We talk about her animation projects, her life, and her history, and about her ongoing projects. It's an interesting episode. We want to thank you all for the last year of support, We're going to be doing episodes every week, so please give a like to the episode that you're listening to. Wherever you listen to us, Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, if you give us a rating, we would be greatly appreciative. Um, You can also follow us at Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Our goal this year is to reach 1,000 followers on each of those platforms. We have a long way to go, but hopefully you take the moment and follow us to help us out. As always, we're super appreciative. We want to keep giving you content every week moving forward. More topics, more spotlights, more funny bits and questions. So thank you all for helping us get there. And as always, enjoy the pod. What is up, everybody? It is your boy, Luis Martinez, a.k.a. Big Chief Burrito, live with you on a Thursday. Mm Mi gente show. What is up, mi gente? What is up, Sofia?
1: What is up, Lou? Not much, you know, just here excited to do the pod once Survi- again, live
0: surviving surviving surviving. And, surviving and I don't know if you noticed the new angle we got here today
1: yeah, yeah, you look taller did you did you have a growth spurt
0: uh yes we are we are using the standing desk to ah. try to, to try to help out with the uh new year's resolution here, so we're gonna see how long we can last on the on the standing situation here for the pod
1: oh my god what if this is a long one what if we stream i don't know
0: what do you think do you think i can make it what do you think yeah you better now i know you know hey it's not like i I can i can hit a button it's like it's like it's all right we can we can we can adjust if we want to but we're gonna try but i've been sitting around all day and i did another hour and hour and a half podcast earlier as a guest on my friend's pod so try to stay up for a little bit move like the it. legs around see how it goes you know what i mean you know oh, yeah.
1: uh, new year new year. i like this
0: new year new year. yes yeah. so we're going to talk about uh, a lot of things today topics on the table we're going to t- cover the the death of lisa marie presley which happened today 2 years after 2 days after she goes to the golden gloves to uh, see uh, austin butler win for elvis her dad's movie um, and we're going to also talk a little bit about <clears throat> a bunch of stuff that we're catching up on, uh, George, uh, Santos getting, um, railed by Republicans and being threatened that he needs to resign from Congress. We're going to talk a little bit about something that we've been waiting for a couple of weeks, nepo babies and nepotism right. across multiple industries. Uh, we're also going to talk about the golden globes and what that just happened there and uh, getting people's opinions about whether it was too woke, whether mm-hmm. the speeches were too long, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and anything else that pops up, we got a list mm-hmm. of TV shows, we got some art stuff, we got Baboni Acochella. Oh, Baboni. Baboni are you, are you, are you Are you saving your money?
1: <clears throat> uh, n- no.
0: You don't for want Coachella
1: to say- for for Coachella, for what? Baboni. Baboni? No, no. I don't think he, first of all, I don't think he's on tour and second of all, I've already seen him enough. I am okay.
0: He's headlining Coachella.
1: Oh, neta! Listen. <laughs> I didn't know, really?
0: Yeah, neta is he's, he's doing Coachella. Baboni at Coachella.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. See, I didn't mm-hmm. know. Damn. See, this really is a reaction podcast cuz I just be reacting. I'm like, "What?" just
0: you should be ready. And also as part of the new year, new me, we're since it's a late night, we're gonna have a little vino instead of coffee. So Ooh. a little a little, a little wine, a little wine instead of coffee. We got the dog cam. We got also hanging his head there.
1: There you go. He's always a there you star you go
0: there's always a star. Right. <laughs> uh, but today we're gonna start off with a spotlight uh on uh, Latino Latina Latinx Latin Creative yeah. as we'd like to do. Uh, this person uh, was commenting on our it was watching us live last week when we had Rosa on. She is a filmmaker from Honduras, joining us live from wait, yes, I believe I believe I said the right country. Yeah, <laughs> and, <yes. laughs> uh, she's from Central America, and we obviously wanna um, we wanna talk to more than just Colombians and Mexicans on the show, right? We wanna yeah. we wanna expand to all parts of South, uh, South America, Latin America, Central America and Latinos, uh, Latinx in general. So joining us all the way from Central america uh, Alexa Jimenez.
2: Woo! Hi. Thank you for the welcome. <laughs> Thank you for the intro.
1: Thank you for being here. Oh, my gosh. Are you really in Central America right now? Estás en in Honduras? I
2: am in mm-hmm. Tegucigalpa. Ooh. But nice. I, you're probably going to get a reac- reaction as well, Sofia. I'm not okay. a Central-American. <laughs> I love that I'm not just Central America I also, uh, I'm actually well my my father's family fr- is from Puerto Rico so Ooh. I'm Puerto, so part Puerto Rican part Honduran, and I was born in the states so I'm a little bit of <laughs> I'm like all scattered around the place
1: all over the place I love it I love it yeah you were born in uh, in Florida was that yeah
0: Oh so we had Centro, Norte, and the Caribbean represented here. Yeah. well-rounded.
3: That's well-rounded. <laughs> well well
0: well Tijuana, San Diego, New York, Uruguay, Medellin. All right, we got it. We got it going.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such a blended experience, right?
3: <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, let's jump into it with you, uh, Alexa. Um, you are uh, one of our multi-hyphenate guests. And as you work in a lot of uh, areas, you write, you direct. Uh, you also have uh, documentaries, animation. Where did, uh, usually where we start off with our guests is, where did it all begin for you? Uh, were you a storyteller as a child? Was, uh, did you enjoy drawing? Were you just uh, bossy and figured you should be a director like myself? What was it? Where, where did it start for you, that passion?
2: Well, I, th- I actually started writing. I think it was around high school. That, that I have to like thank one of my English teachers who was there cheering me. Cheering me on when when she saw me like writing on 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 a notebook that I have, apart from the class notebooks, right? (laughs) And I actually Mm -hmm. I think I sort of wrote like a novel, but like to this day, I've been looking for that notebook and I can find it anywhere. (laughs) And I'm like, I need to get that notebook back. It has like something that I was, I mean at that at that point I didn't know what the hell what the heck I was doing. (laughs) (laughs) But it was something.
0: was it just scattered thoughts or did it have a uh it actually a theme? had a
2: structure it okay. actually had a structure it was it was like a comp uh, like a combination between Zoe 101 lizzie mcguire and that survival <laughs> guy like a I little love bit it. of everything
1: <laughs> you have to be my age there's no way you're not around my age if you know all those references how old are you Yeah,
2: probably i'm, I'm 28 I'm, tur- I'm turning 30 next well this year <laughs>
1: Oh, congrats, congrats! I'm twenty-eight, turning twenty-nine. Okay, I watched all of the above shows. I loved those. Nickelodeon. Oh, gosh,
2: it's like Nickelodeon, Disney Channel,
1: the yeah, yeah, yeah. And did, who read that novel? Did Did you show it to anybody?
2: I think I, I mean, probably, but I re, I don't remember. I mean, it's probably <laughs> in one of the many boxes from the mini moves. So I'm I'm gonna look for it. Like I'm okay. gonna try and look for it. Maybe I find it. Yeah, you
0: difficult.
1: do. Let us know.
0: So you're yeah. so they they see you writing in this book and and they what they 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 try to feed into that that hunger that you have for that or.
2: Uh, yeah, well, actually, my English teacher when I was when I was choosing my major for college, I was like, okay, I'm I was in between creative writing, journalism, and uh, well, my last option was actually international relations which was what I ended up majoring in.
3: Okay.
2: And I because I mean I actually I think I did try to apply to colleges in the states. I actually I actually wanted to go to SCAD. <laughs> so, but it mm-hmm. was too expensive and everything and I was like I'm not going to get a I'm not going to get a loan and everything and get myself all and I was like okay, I'm it was like okay, time to look for local options. For mm-hmm. what I'm gonna do with my life. <laughs> and uh international relations major actually, I think it was a really good decision considering where I'm now because it gives I mean it gives me quite a unique perspective.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And with my heritage too. So it's like it's a it's a combination of both.
1: <laughs> so with international relations was your um objective to have a career outside of the arts or was that kind of to supplement?
2: It was I think, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't look at it much as a cultural arts getaway, but then I, and then I actually was like, right now that I just finished my master's because I got a project management master's Mm -hmm. degree, I was like, okay, so this is my combo. (laughs) And I was like, okay, time to be a producer, like I've always, I've always wanted. That's awesome. So I was like, okay, with project management, I can actually be a producer. I can actually put myself, my hands on, on Thinking to to execute things,
1: mm-hmm. and awesome.
2: uh, actually, like my first short film, I did it uh, right in the middle of the pandemic. We actually uh, got with my husband. We 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 actually got into making a short film. That, that's Mi Casita de Cristal. Mm-hmm. I think I yeah, you probably watched it because I shared the links to to
1: Luis. Oh yes.
2: And yes. well, we actually we actually did that short film in fifteen days, around okay. fifteen days.
0: Oh, wow. yeah! Ex- excellent. So, so <laughs> it,
2: he- it was a time trial for us. But I was like, oh my gosh, this is such an it was like such an educational experience for the both of us.
1: <laughs> yeah. Did you do the animation for that, or what? Um, what was my your role? Did
2: my, okay. I mean, I was the producer, director, and. And my husband did most of the artistic part, right, of drawing and animation and everything. I'm more like produ- I'm more like a combination of writer, director, producer, editor.
1: Okay, man. Yeah. Multi it for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It's a badass over here.
0: All right, Alexa, we're gonna we're gonna uh, try try to not uh, touch your mic too much i gotta act like a act like a director for a second with your talent here because you know, we, we're getting a couple of spikes here uh sofia already grabs that mic and spits into it a lot so
3: hey
0: <laughs> that's a lie.
1: I have not touched Sorry. it
3: yeah,
0: no, no you guys it's,
2: it's probably it's probably my my not actually being in front of the camera it's more behind it behind it right
0: oh yeah that's right we like to get people out of their com- comfort zone and we like to get... <laughs> Cast against type as well, um, so you you get that you you get it, you get uh, you get into international business, and again, this is something we talked a lot about before, which is sometimes you don't know that the careers that you're that you're going into are actually things that are going to help you in, in things that you know are your dreams. I I ran a contact center for a long time, and it actually helped me become a better director because I learned how to deal with people, their personality types, and stuff like that, and how to motivate people to work for you. Um, so, do you feel that uh, that that puts you in a good position for uh, pitching ideas or, or, or taking on productions that span uh, multiple continents, multiple countries, multiple locations—you think that that you, that 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 something like that could be in your warehouse?
2: Yeah, well, that uh, that actually has been quite helpful for me because uh, we have as our studio mentor uh, no other than Fraser McLean, which was one of the. People that worked on Roger Rabbit and mm-hmm. Tarzan. I mean, he's been right now mentoring us and giving us advice for production, for example, for our the, the animation short film that we're working on right now. So it's like we've we've been able to like expand our I mean men- mentorship voice. <laughs> I, I think that's the word that like looking for mentors, looking for, for people outside of Honduras, that hmm. much, I mean, here it's quite limited who you can actually ask because most filmmakers locally, they're quite her- like hermeticos. They don't really like speaking about what they do and how they do do stuff. Hmm. So, I mean, in my perspective, it's easier to talk to filmmakers outside of Honduras.
1: Interesting. Like for
2: me, it's easier. <laughs> yeah.
1: What do you think that is?
2: I don't know. I think it's like a cultural thing. Because yeah. like in most, I mean, most in Latin America, like Latin America, Latin American wise and Fraser told us actually the other the other day that we were talking with him and he was like that most people they're really like listening to bad, like bad crit- critique, even though it's something that's going to help them. And that's something that in, in Latin America, that's something that we actually, we actually fight against. Because it's like there's there's too much ego's going around, and it's I mean it's it's a problem.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel like that would stagnate creativity in in a sense.
2: Yeah, and like right now, like they only just uh, they they only just approved the latest cinematography here in Honduras in 2019. I mean, it's super young still. It's still like something that it, I mean, there. I mean, we know that we're still like a small industry, because I mean, it's still like in the starting in the starting points. Mm-hmm. But I mean, filmmaking in Honduras. I mean, the 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 oldest film you can find here it's from the sixties. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a short film called Mi Amigo Angel. Mm-hmm. I
3: don't
1: look it up.
2: Yeah, it's in YouTube. You can actually watch it there.
1: Como mi amigo Ángel.
2: Yeah, it's called Mi Amigo Ángel. And that's the first. So, I mean, I love looking back into history and everything. And I think that's something that actually has helped me both for my animation and my documentary filmmaking. And Mm -hmm. uh, like right now, I'm actually doing my second short documentary film as well. As we as we speak, so it's like because I've, I'm working with an organization that works with people with disabilities. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, we're we're uh, I'm working on that, and that mm-hmm. you know that with that the international relations thing actually helps a lot because it's it they I mean we talk a lot about human rights. And, You're talking about sin miedo. I mean, uh, sin miedo, and sort of like the continuation of sin miedo. That's oh, gonna okay. be the one that I'm making right now.
0: Oh, okay,
1: yeah, I love it. Is like, it gonna touch upon on uh, more disabilities, like a wider array, or be different about, kinds?
2: About sexual violence on women with disabilities.
3: Mm, like there's okay.
2: a case that we're already working on. That that talk, talks about that stuff, and I mean, there's so many things like the procedures, like the legal procedures that they have to, to actually. Wor- take like as the victims, right? I mean mm-hmm. they take forever to to actually to actually get just justice and most of the cases get like quedan engavetados.
0: Mm. Well, we got a comment coming in from Osman says Alexandra is great, so proud. <laughs> he also says her her volume is very low. Oh I, no I, I can hear her fine. Can you hear her okay Sophia?
1: I can hear her fine yeah you do sound a little louder than her in comparison but it's I do too low yeah
0: okay let me let me lower let me do a real time uh, lowering of my but mic but I don't here. know if
1: lowering is there a way to like up her volume
0: she can up her volume I had it lower a little bit because she was peaking a little bit but we can mm-hmm. we can have her pop it back up the only issue I'm hearing is that uh, since she's moving around a little bit she she's 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 <laughs> she's, she's, she's popping a little bit that
1: usually yeah. is what comes with just having like the mic that you put on your body because like it, you just pull, yeah you know? yeah it kind of rubs against things yeah
0: yeah, she seems very excited. Excited, so she's she's getting over there. She's As she up.
1: should be. We're she excited be. to
0: have you sure. <laughs> So Yeah, absolutely. We're excited to have you. So, you, you
2: guys, you know that this is my like literally my first like late show interview experience. So it's like, I, and I was and I was actually I was actually looking at the interview that Stephen Colbert did with Prince Harry yesterday for oh, yes. look, and yeah, I, I was like, that. oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs>
1: That was so good. I, I binged it. I can hear it. I'm fine.
0: Okay. Good. Thank, Thank you, you, Ali. Thanks for tuning in, Ali. Um, yeah. So you start off uh, with your with your novel in a notebook, which is which is awesome. Uh, you start. You, you get into international business. You make your first short. You make your first doc. You're making your next stock. So the question, obviously, is which one pulls to you a little bit more documentary and real life or, or, or animation. If you, if you had to con- compare the two of, of how they, how, they, how they pull on you. That's awesome. You're
2: going to make me suffer just as you make Rosa suffer. The yeah. the day. You like to do that. <laughs> this, is,
0: this is my thing.
2: Okay. That's a really, really uh, awkward question. Cause I, I think I love both equally.
3: Mm, okay. <laughs> Mm. they're very different
1: right and and, uh, yeah they're
2: very different but i mean the cool thing about animation is that you can actually add animation into documentary and it Mm -hmm. and it works absolutely fine i love that
0: Mm -hmm. yeah that was my next question what about a documentary told through animation
2: yeah (laughs) i I mean i've I've actually done it with sin miedo sin miedo has animation in it
0: Mm -hmm. so it's like
2: it's like, <laughs> you can actually piece out something nice, just mixing both, both
1: mediums. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely.
0: And uh, is your ultimate goal, uh, Alexa, to be a Central American filmmaker and, and, and sort of use the landscape, use the people, use the resources, the natural beauty for your films and the issues or do you hope to eventually come to the U.S. again and make and make your films here? Do you, do you have you thought that far ahead of time? Are you just sort of honing your craft and happy where you are or or or, or is the long term plan to to make a mark on U.S. soil with with stories that are from your country?
2: I would I mean like as I've grown up in Honduras almost my entire life because I came here when I would think I was like around one or two years old when mm. my parents divorced. so <laughs> so i have uh, I mean I've grown grown up here in Honduras. I think that I consider uh, I consider Honduras more my home country okay. mm-hmm. uh, if, 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 like like Honduras is my home country because I've, I've actually grown grown up here. And, uh, and I mean, I've, I've seen like, I would like to showcase all that things that make Honduras, Honduras so beautiful because there, I mean, there's some things and I'm actually, and, and it's such a good question that you did there, Luis, because I'm actually making, uh, well, planning out the, the documentary about my grandfather's life. And it's actually all in, in Southern Honduras. Okay. and it's and it's in the countryside and in the in the family house which is like in the historic part of town so it's like a mixture of everything <laughs> so and i'm like still pissing the, i mean p- putting the pieces together so that i can go go ahead and film it because mm-hmm. It's a really big project. I wanted to make that my opera prima. Okay.
3: <laughs>
1: like,
2: <Ooh>. Yeah, because <laughs> I wanted to make it a, uh, uh, like, a fil- like a feature.
1: A feature film, okay. <laughs> like Absolutely. a feature doc.
0: A lot of gonna so it's
2: going to, I mean, I would love, because, I mean, in that documentary, you guys are going to see Countryside. You're going to see Colonial City. You're going to see a little bit of the... Of the sugar producing industry because my grandfather was part of that industry, mm-hmm. and I and actually one of my uncles actually worked there still, so because I mean I've, we've been so close to that so
0: <laughs> you're good. Well, as you know, Sophia knows every time that. Uh, somebody says, uh, that's a great question, Luis. My head grows a little bit. Yeah, DJ. it grows
1: a little. You gotta, so you gotta, gotta stop I, I giving him face. Gotta, you gotta stop. I gotta,
0: put on, I gotta put on a bigger hat, so give me one oh second. Oh my
1: god! <laughs> 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 on that note.
0: Okay. Go. <laughs> gotta, go. I gotta go. I gotta go with a larger size hat, because every time something happens. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <Mental. laughs> all right, so we are live talking with uh, Alexa Jimenez, all the way from Centro America uh, filmmaker, uh, writer, animator, producer, editor. What's it like editing animation?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, the funny thing about animation is that you edit before you actually start animating.
0: Right. Oh. So that, that's what I always wondered because I, 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 I. It's whenever I see animation, it's like edited by. Don't you just only create the shots that you need, right? Or do you sort of, you know, there's, I guess the most important part of the animation process would be storyboarding, right?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's actually one of the things that, I mean, it's like the pillar because if you don't make a storyboard like the right way, mm-hmm. when you go mm-hmm. into production to actually make the animations, uh, you're going to have so much things like working against you, <laughs> then mm-hmm. for you. <laughs> and the storyboard actually is there to be like the the blueprint of a house, right? right. Like the the storyboard literally is your blueprint. Because you can actually, I mean, you can't build something that isn't planned out. If not, you you have a huge mess in production. (laughs) I mean, I've actually, I I think that we haven't had any, any like big mishaps with storyboards because actually Oldman, my husband, he's super, I mean, I think that storyboarding is one of his favorite parts of doing animation. So it's like, we both like really get into their, like, we check that everything works out and everything. And mm-hmm. that's something that we also share with our students in our animation school. Mm-hmm. Because that's something that we have to because I mean here in Honduras, like filmmaking in general, they don't do storyboards.
0: Oh, wow. Like
2: at all. <laughs> like what? for what I know, I mean I mean most of them don't do storyboards. And and it's a and it's a practice that they need to like gain. For their own advantage, I mean, for their own, uh, for their, for their own, ad- ad- what, what would be the word, advantage, yeah, for their own so, good, it- yeah, yeah, for their own good, so it's like, he- they actually need to embrace making storyboards more, not think of it like as an additional pre-production step, but actually as a step that's going to help them in the long run. be better during production,
1: mm-hmm. Oh
2: yeah. Because I mean I I started producing in animation and I've done already a few of I mean I've I've done productions in live action not documentary like the the like the Domingo short film that I I shared with you Luis. Mm-hmm. That was a short film and I mean I I wasn't the director there but I actually told the director to do a, a storyboard and she didn't do it and it was a massive a production. And I was like okay if we had a storyboard we could have I mean we could have totally saved a lot of time and money into production because I mean there are things that can be solved
4: but let me
0: ask you way. this in terms of animation so you have a storyboard you're set up and you basically know what you're doing into but you run into like um, I guess a Robin Williams in Aladdin situation where he's improving a bunch of dialogue and you somehow feel that it fits. Better, um, or maybe in the recording sessions, some things happen that you hadn't necessarily planned for. Um, how do you How do you adapt from the strict storyboard that's going to make your life easier to things that come up during uh, recording sessions where you feel, well, now that I'm hearing it out loud, or now that I'm hearing it from the actors? I think maybe we need to add a scene or maybe add this background or do something else like this. How rigid is the time frame? How rigid is the budget on something like that for you?
2: Uh, well, the, the good thing is that you usually do the recording sessions before you actually start, like as you're doing the storyboard. So you can okay. actually work over the storyboards and do the changes there. So that's what mm-hmm. usually happens. Okay. That you go, go, on, go into the recording because the the voices actors doing the dialogues and everything, they actually help you with the timing of the animation. Hmm. They 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 actually help you get the pace of okay, how it's how how is the character gonna gonna talk? How I mean in case you're, if you're doing lip sync, which is super hard, but it's something I mean that's why I mean at least in my films, I try not to do as I mean, try when writing them, not to put as many dialogue, but try to make it more mimicked, mm. <laughs> because it's easier to make the mimics than do the lip sync. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. You write like a producer.
2: Yeah, I actually, mm-hmm. I actually, I actually screenwrite as a producer. And I'm like, OK, yeah. I think this is going to be way too hard. It's like, let go, let's go back and rewrite. <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> There's no fixing it in post if it's all post, right?
2: Exactly. exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm yep
2: <laughs> that's that's the word <laughs> right. uh
0: so we're we're live here with uh alexa jimenez she's joining us all the way from uh centro america she is a filmmaker writer producer animator and you can follow her at soy alexa jimenez uh mm-hmm. and <laughs> on twitter and uh are you if you uh, we'll make sure we tag all her socials on the Podcast description, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We want to remind you that you are watching the Two A M Burrito channel here on YouTube and the Mi channel on uh, Facebook. Is it Facebook Twitch? and yeah, Twitch and Facebook, the Mi gente. So Twitch.tv slash Mi gente show, Facebook.com slash Mi gente show, and our parent company, Two A M Burrito, um, YouTube.com slash Two A M Burrito is where we're at. And Mi Gente Show is available everywhere you get your podcast by looking for Mi Gente Show on Podbean, which is our home where it's posted. But mm-hmm. you can also go to Spotify and you can watch all our episodes here. You can watch our episode from last week with Rosa, New Year, who this? And you can go back and you can watch all our episodes. We had uh, V Castro on all the way from the UK. So we've had yes. guests from the UK. Guests from Honduras, guests from all over the world, um, and we're always looking to promote and spotlight different Latino, Latinx, Latin talent from across the world. Are you,
1: are you still undecided? Latin, Latinx, on all the terms?
0: Look, I understand people get angry at it, and I understand... Look, if I was telling you like what my personal feeling is, I'm always going to identify as Latino. You know? That's, That's me. Fine. That's me. Uh, That's that's me. But I'm also trying to, like I said, it doesn't cost me literally anything when I'm trying to say that's why that's why we're that's why we're going both ways. That's why we're trying to have that's why we're trying to have our cake and eat it too. That's why it's reacting to news and culture from a Latinx perspective, Mm -hmm. but also known as two Latinos and a microphone.
1: So
0: so so we're we're taking the middle path as I do in many, many
1: things. Do you have Uh, any opinions on that, Ale? On the Latino Latinx controversy, all of that
0: does it hit does I it hit Central America that meant?
1: Yeah, is it, I, does it is it relevant over there?
2: I think it's not as relevant as it's in the United States because okay. I mean I remember when I was living in Texas in twenty nineteen, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm considering myself as a Latinx Latina because mm-hmm. even though I wasn't, I mean I'm a Latina considering that I I actually grew up here in Honduras and I have Puerto Rican heritage as well. Mm-hmm. But like being there, and I was like, okay, but I'm still American as well because I'm an American citizen. So it's like, yeah. I'm a combination of both. So it's like, I'm both a Latinx and a Latino. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So that's all. Yeah. I think that's what we all end up um, agreeing on is just like, ah, that's all. We, you know, we
2: are. Yeah, it's a little bit of everything. I, and I mean, Latin America is, I mean, uh, that's something I really like about Latin America in general because mm-hmm. it's such a. Like as such a mixture of cultures and and everything. Like I, on June I went to Mexico for the first time for my sister's graduation. She oh. she graduated from the Tecnológico de Monterrey.
3: Ooh,
2: yeah, right. nice. Yeah, I'm super proud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a super proud sister. Oh. <laughs> and, and 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 I was like. Like my mom took me everywhere with my sister that and she was like, I know you, you're going to love this and you're going to love that because I like when I go, when I travel,
3: mm-hmm.
2: I try to like eat the food, uh, like oh, yeah. do as many things as local as possible. Right. <laughs> to actually enjoy.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. And
2: that's something that I was like, okay, I loved it. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it's like, Okay, you hit the jackpot there.
1: <laughs> yes, with the food, especially. Yes. Approved? Yeah. Nice. Did you go just I actually, to Monterrey? I,
2: yeah, I, I went to Monterrey and to Saltillo, to, to, to Coahuila.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I've never been, sadly, but it sounds amazing. What, I want to go what? from there.
0: Well, if you need an actress in Mexico, you know, Sofia can, next, next time you're producing something there, I mean, you'll. Let us know. We'll find you a better one is what I'm trying to say. Oh,
1: shut Hey, don't be, <laughs> don't be so bad. That's <laughs> like, the guy who begs to cast me. Come on.
0: bags yeah, Begs. You know. Bags. I put you on the poster, a poster, lady. Be appreciative. Be appreciative. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, I do. Um Okay.
3: Exagger- I need mean my big
0: head hat. Exa- hey, get your big head <laughs> hat. Hold on. Let me do the exaggerated <laughs> eye roll in three, two. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so we're gonna talk about some other topics that are going on in the world here, uh, Alexa. You said that you're gonna you're gonna hang out with us, right?
1: Well, before yeah. I kind of wanted to ask a couple questions, though.
0: Okay, go ahead. You do um,
1: because I, Alexa, I, I I really enjoyed seeing Mia though. Like that one hit for me um, in a very personal um, level. Cause I actually have epilepsy. Um, and that's something that I struggle on a day-to-day basis. And so, um, I believe her name was Gracia Andres, the, yeah. the girl that was on there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I just kind of like really, um, really thought it was an amazing project. Um, and I was wondering what led you to want to focus and kind of spotlight, uh, people with disabilities and, um, where did you find these lovely women? I believe it was Easy Samador, Gracias Andres, and Norma Goody. And I just fell in love with all three of them. And it was it was just a lovely watch. And, man, I, I kind of shed a tear a little bit.
3: <laughs> well, you know
2: that this was actually a project that I did with... Uh, well, it, it's with Grupo Sociedad Civil, which is mm-hmm. an organiz- organization that is Civil here in Honduras. Mm-hmm. And they actually got me in for the project. I was like... I wow. was really excited because it was my first time doing doc. I, mm-hmm. I had never done a documentary before. <laughs>
3: wow.
2: And, uh, I mean, we... Well, I knew Isis before because she, she's a friend of my husband. Mm-hmm.
1: She is like, so funny, by the way. Yeah,
2: Isis, Isis, Isis has a physical physical disability because she doesn't mm-hmm. hear that well.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, she's... then and, and she can't really speak that well as well. So, it's mm-hmm. like... But, I mean, I I love her her attitude and Norma and Gracia, I actually Mm -hmm. got the the contact for them from the organization that I was working with because I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, I only have one woman that I know I'm going to interview. I need two more so that we can actually make it bigger. Mm -hmm. And they were like, okay, they sent me the contacts. I actually did a pre-interview with them to get to know them better so that I knew what the the questions that I was going to ask on the actual, on the actual, on the actual filming, I was gonna mm-hmm. do because I was, I was still like, okay, I have no idea how to go into this because I have no <laughs> idea. I have never done anything like this, yeah. and it was, I mean, I loved the experience because both organizations, both Grupo Sociedad Civil and Pedish, they were really open. To me, like ask, asking them questions, how to handle the situations, considering that there are people with disabilities, right? There, mm-hmm. there are women with disabilities, and they have a special like oh, the way that you speak about them, and you t- you speak with them. It's really like super important. Oh yeah. And that's why it's also, I mean, you actually have the lecho version, which is the one with the lenguaje de señas.
0: Sí.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, because th- there was there, that was with the Asociación de Sordos de Honduras. I mean, they actually did the translation, like the interpretation for ASL.
1: Yeah, I thought that was yeah. very cool because um, uh, I have a really good friend of mine who, um, who you know, I have to find out a way since I don't speak with ASL um, how to communicate. And I thought, and actually, we've been on a lot of uh, emails and messages because we we did a project together, and. It's fun to, uh, it's, well, not fun, I would say interesting to see how little, how many little ways, um, how many little things we can do to kind of feel them, uh, make them feel inclusive um, or included, you know?
3: Yeah. So I just
1: thought that was a really cool inclusion to the film.
2: Yeah, there's also, well, the other day that I actually, we went to a screening of projects in the, in the, in the cultural the cultural center of Spain here in Honduras mm-hmm. that they were actually telling, I mean, they were saying to the filmmakers that they were showing their films and they were like, okay, but when can we expect a, a film with the, with the, ah, oh, what's the word of the other? ¿Cómo se llama el otro tipo de <laughs> the interpretation, Like when it's like the words describing. Oh, the captions, or, captions. Yeah. Like oh. the captions mm-hmm. for everything that's going on because most people don't do it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yeah.
2: the like the closed captions for for people that that are deaf.
1: mm mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually one of the things that we're working on in that project is um, how to uh, uh, put the captions in there and stuff like that. So yeah,
2: and I mean that was something. I mean, and I I think I'm I'm still like I don't I don't want to say that I'm the only filmmaker doing specially films about disabilities because Mm -hmm. I'm not, there probably are more. Mm -hmm. But right now, like I'm working on this other project about sexual violence against women with with disabilities and everything. And I mean, they're so important. I mean, they are topics that are super important and they need to get out. They need to be, I mean, you have to raise awareness about it. Then in whatever way you can and through film, you can actually do it. And mm-hmm. I actually asked the organization already. I was like, okay, so you're gonna let me send this to festivals, right? Because I really want to get the word <laughs> out about this stuff.
0: Yeah. And they were
2: like, okay, do it. Don't worry. You can do it.
0: <laughs> well, I'll get you a I'll get you a waiver for SD. let Yeah, experience. I was gonna no. say Yo! she so
1: should be in there. Yes. Come through to San Diego, please visit. I'll
0: put it I'll put, it, I'll put in a good word. I'll put in a good word. Um, <laughs>
2: I'll, no, I, I'll I'll let I'll let you know when I when I have the the other doc ready, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. <absolutely. laughs> okay, well, perfect. we're well, I mean, on personal yeah. news, I've had to watch probably like two dozen movies over the last two days because <sighs> it was 572 submissions and there's still a bunch that haven't been watched and rated. So I have been a nonstop Jeez. movie. So I've probably seen about a hundred movies so far, and I can tell you over the last couple of years that 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 it has increased the number of films that are dealing with uh, differently abled people, the issues they face, sexual violence, feminicidio, uh, all these mm-hmm. things are. All, there's a there's a lot more filmmakers, young filmmakers specifically, that are making great pieces. There was a couple at the festival last year um, that used like real footage from the protest and a bunch of other stuff that was really really good. Um, and so, so I think that that yeah, you're one of many filmmakers that that are doing this, but. You know, well, every, I'm glad yeah, to hear yeah, that, uh, like, abroad,
2: that abroad it's happening like that way. Because yeah, in like, 1, mm-hmm. is specifically about disabilities, mm-hmm. there are quite few. I mean, yeah, I know that I'm probably, and I don't want to say that I'm the only one, right? But I know that we're like, we you can get, like, you can count, count count us probably with a hand. But I don't know, <laughs> I don't know the exact number of people that we are like specifically working around the topic of disabilities. But I mean. And you know that the topic is quite close to me. I mean, because since I was a kid, I think that I used to, I and I still do. I struggle a lot with anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like I have, like I get a lot of, I, I sometimes get like anxiety attacks, real, like really bad anxiety attacks and everything. Mm-hmm. But I, I've, I've gotten to handle it. But It's like I'm way too functional. <laughs> like I'm already, I'm already functional enough, or whatever. But Girl it's like,
1: what does that mean i'm way too functional i love it like,
0: I, I can relate to that i can relate yeah. to that i can relate I, to relate I don't know
2: how to say it right but it's uh, like yeah, i'm, I,
0: I'm I super you.
1: functional <laughs> paso
0: <laughs> okay. All right, guys, we are live Mi Gente Show, uh, twitch.tv slash Mi Gente Show, facebook.com slash Mi Gente Show, youtube.com, we're on the 2AM Burrito channel. Make sure that you like this video. If you're having a good time, share it. Leave us a comment. Just say hi. It helps the algorithm a lot. Um, and also for you audiophiles, grab your phone. Where do you get your podcast? Do you get it from Spotify? Type in Mi Gente Show in Spotify, Pandora, Apple podcast. You don't even have to listen. Just subscribe. (laughs) Just search for us and subscribe. And if you want to listen to an episode in the background, so it'll let you rate us, give us a rating and help us out tremendously. We're averaging about 350 downloads an episode on the, over the last several months, almost 1500 downloads a month. And we're looking to keep that going. Also follow us at me, gente show. On Twitter at Mihenta Show on Instagram, our goal is to reach 1,000 followers on each of those platforms by the next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you for tuning in, Ali. Thank you very thank much you, for Allie. tuning in. Oh. Ali was in a film last year that was at the festival called Divorce Bait that I think you can catch on Amazon soon or that's doing still some festival rounds, and she's an actress. So Ooh,
1: I thank you that. for tuning
0: in. Yes, great
1: uh, title, Ali. Divorce Bait.
0: Yeah, she was. She, was, she was in there. Um, so hopefully they can Come down, yeah. You're invited to come down to the festival this year if right. you want. All right, and uh, I have been standing for the last fifty minutes. All right, it.
1: It almost it? an hour. You're doing all great. All right, can she we go? Nice,
0: Should we go stretch out? <laughs> uh, all
1: right. Meanwhile, Alan and myself are all just like, oh, what's yeah, we're just
0: there?
2: like
1: yeah. over
0: here. <laughs> all right, that's going to be me the second half, but. I already went this. I already went this far with the bit, so I'm Here gonna try me. to. I'm trying. To, hey, I, I literally, I did like two podcasts and I worked all day, so I, I've been sitting too much. So, all right. So, uh, Sophia, did you have anything else before we moved on to some trending topics for Alexa? So,
1: um, I just had one more question because um, there was a point in the movie. Again, sorry, I, I just really liked it. Um, there was a point in the movie. This is why she's where, our um, researcher. Yeah, there was a point in the movie where they all speak of discrimination and they all have varying different disabilities, some that are seen, some of that are unseen, like, you know, visible, and not visible. Um, and.
0: Did you freeze? Did she freeze when she was asking her question? That's hilarious. Yeah,
2: I think that you froze. Are you there?
0: She, she froze right when she was asking her question.
2: Sophia, are you
0: there? <laughs> <laughs> Her internet might have gone on for a second. If for some reason mine goes out, just hang on. We'll get back on. Sometimes it happens, people. It happens. Sophia froze in the middle of the question. I'm going to, I need to clip that. Oh. Uh, wait, she uh, got. Uh, oh! uh,
3: uh, 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 uh.
0: You froze in the middle of a question.
3: I yeah. know.
1: Now we can. <laughs> Thanks. I know. Where was the Okay. <laughs> you well, said. uh, uh
0: <laughs> hey, you were there you were right there wait
1: did, how long did you guys pause for uh, when i stopped did you wait like a little 45 like-
0: seconds <laughs> i was this close to moving on
1: you're like what's the question
0: you or were ca- talking about the unvisible yeah. visibilities yeah visibilities. the
1: the fact that some are visible and some are um, not visible and the different discrimination that they all have to deal with, um, and I was wondering if that had anything uh, that came into play when it came to casting. Were, was that like a, a decision that you were aware of, that you were like, I want inclusive of like different kinds and to speak of the I actually, kinds I actually,
2: I actually wanted to have like a little bit of everything mm-hmm. in a way that, because uh, when I was speaking with the organization that was like, okay, I already have this girl that I really want to include in the documentary, I, which was easy, right? And I yes. was like, okay, I need to. I mean, we're probably gonna need to more, but I mean, you probably know no more people than I do up that have disabilities. So I was like, okay, can you send me their numbers so that I can get in touch with them, and mm-hmm. ask them if they're they're available to to go in for the documentary? And they were like, super. I mean, they were. I mean, I actually talked with with Gracia's mom because she, she I mean, she's. I think that she's. She she was underage at the time. She wasn't mm-hmm. still like I think she was less than eighteen years old. So her mom was there with her, and and you know that i I'm still in touch with them. Like mm. we still chat. Like every time I get like any news about the doc, I actually let them know and everything so that they can share with their friends. Because I mean, in Issa's case, she told me she was like like she. She and my husband know each other from the church that my husband goes to. So mm-hmm. it was like, they knew each other from there. So it was like, she 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 literally felt like a movie star. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy to have been the, the way for her to feel that way, which is so awesome. She yeah. became so more confident after that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, right now she's working, I think it's in a, in a corporate office or something. And and I mean she's doing really well. Eh, awesome. Gracias. She's already in college, I think. Mm-hmm. She's Yay. she went into medical school, I think. Oh my and, God, she yeah. did. Yeah. yeah.
1: I love that because she was speaking in the film about her um, struggle with studying and like all of that, and I, I can relate. I think she actually went
2: into medical school because I've been like looking around in the whatsapp stories mm-hmm. and i know that she posts a lot about that so it's like Go okay she's probably already in medical school and i'm so happy for her
1: tell her and, i'm proud of her
2: <laughs> yeah and but the only one that i haven't been so much in touch with is norma but mm-hmm. i mean she's older and everything and she has like a lot of work and everything yeah. so <laughs> So it's like, but we keep in touch there. We have like a little WhatsApp group to to just like say hi and just let them know what, what's going on with the documentary that they were part of.
1: Oh, I love it. Well, yeah. Well thank you so much for doing um and focusing on a project such as Sin Miedo. And I cannot wait to see the the next one. I feel like it's gonna be amazing.
2: Yeah, well I'm I'm still like in the re- I love researching, so I, I love that mm-hmm. that you say that you are a researcher there. So <laughs> Yeah, so well
0: I, like- I watched the films. I, I, I'm knee deep in festival movies, but I will watch them fully. I did basically see a little bit and I just feel it felt like you were going it was it was minimalist in in, in visuals while maximizing the information and yeah. like and the message, which I think is a great juxtaposition in terms of
2: that was the idea because i mean we had a really tight budget i mean there wasn't that much budget for the production even though it i mean we actually had a budget because sometimes like some projects here they go i mean they're like budget zero projects like Mm -hmm. at most i mean mean, mi casita casita de cristal was literally a budget zero project for us
0: listen we've been we've been there We've been there. Yep. I've, I've been I've been successfully getting people to work for us because they believe in our projects for pretty much no money for the last 12 years. And you got to feed people well. You know, you got to yeah. do right by them when you get opportunities for big jobs, get them jobs, so they get paid. And, and you know, if you do that, people will, you know, people always have their home team that they're like, fuck it, let's make something, you know?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: and, you know, as a as a creative, you have to know your limits. As an actor, you have to know your limits. And, and, and as somebody who has to navigate that as a filmmaker at this level, because at independent filmmaking level, you are the director, but you're also the producer. You're also the casting director. Mm-hmm. Um, it is it is difficult to navigate, so. You
2: know that we actually have, well, the, an, an animated feature project that we're working with my husband that is his, I mean, he's directing it and he wrote it. So, mm-hmm. and that one, and that that's something that we, that we usually do, that lead in some projects, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. if I'm gonna be the director, like we it's like okay so you want to take on the production or yeah. I'll do we or do I do it? Like we actually talk about it because it's like you can be the producer and I can direct or we can do it all the way around yeah, or I, I, I can do the whole funnied thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: pues si necesitan un necesitan un galón un galán en español uh.
3: bueno,
0: una una li romántica aquí esta es mi audición the <laughs> project sin nombre de Alexa Jiménez y su esposo Luis Martínez audición enero doce nueve pm
1: Did he get the part? Uh, <laughs> uh, <Hello>? I'm, I'm
2: <laughs> sure that will probably get it like at some point
1: <laughs> Yeah exactly
2: If yeah, not fine. we know
1: plenty I need
0: plenty, to add yeah? another I need, I, need an, I need to add another hyphen it to my name so you know why not uh, audio actor right
1: You actually yeah. should go into voiceover work. I I yeah. believe in you, Lou. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank I mean, you voice
1: much. voice work, it's
2: real. I mean, I actually learned to do it because I was like, <laughs> for some of our projects, we were like, okay, so we sh- I'll just do it. And I was like, okay, yeah. I'll just do it.
0: To- <laughs> we, got the, we got the equipment. We can make it happen for you in, in Espanol or in English, whatever you want. All right. So I don't know what to do next. So we're going to let the wheel of picking pick what the next topic is. You ready, Sophia? Oh,
1: okay. I love how it says,
0: Advertising. Close enough. We're spinning the wheel.
1: Close enough. Good enough is good enough for me.
0: Good enough is good enough for you. And the wind, wheel of morality. Turn, turn, turn.
1: Pallet cleanser. Palette
0: cleanser. Love it. Let me find a palette. Okay, cleanser.
1: Bring Do we take me the it at dogs? Bring yeah, I know, right?
0: <laughs> give me the dogs. My dog cam went out. I don't know what happened. Sorry. Oh. Uh. All right. Let me look <laughs> for a palette cleanser here. Palette cleansers. Palette Did you have
1: cleanser. one at the ready? Why would you? put <laughs>
0: Well, I didn't know we were gonna get palate cleanser. All right, we're here you we go. We're I ready.
1: know of all the things. I feel, right. I think I feel you like you should be maybe. ready for everything, Luis.
0: All right, this is this is me this summer.
3: <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: yes. Spanks for men. Spanks for Spanx men. Spanks for men. There you go. You're not, oh, yes. you're, not gonna, you're, not gonna, you're not gonna recognize me this summer
1: oh look at him! Yeah, all
0: right. That was our that was our palette cleansers. Thanks for men.
1: All right, (laughs) love it, love it. That's actually interesting. I didn't know that existed. (laughs) I know, right? Do you do you think that that's going to become mainstream in this year, twenty twenty three?
0: Listen, I'm not saying, but I'm saying that I would totally buy that if it it was there. I I mean, I kind of I I like like a like a tight undershirt or something like that. Or there's certain kinds of like. A shirts that you get for working out that I kind of like gives you a little support. Nothing wrong with a little support. No. Keep everything mm-hmm. together, nice and tight. E-
2: everyone yeah. gets a little support. Likes a little support.
0: All right, all right. This is this <laughs> is a, exactly. This is, a,
4: this, exactly. is a,
0: this is a palate cleanser for Sophia. Here we go. Okay.
4: Okay. Why? <laughs> I am so excited for this. Well, let's get.
0: This is a, a lumberjack lesbian. This is, les- this is a lumber. This is a lumberjack lesbian on TikTok, and she's out in like Minnesota or something. Okay, it's
4: open. Oh, we're so excited! Oh, golly. <laughs> I have a sword. This is a wood-splitting sword. Well, oh my
1: god, this is the gayest thing I've ever seen in my life.
0: This is like peak <laughs> lesbianism right here.
4: <laughs> oh my god. All of my childhood, childhood dreams, dreams have, have just come, come true. true. This Listen is like,
0: this is like the, that that's like the, the final lesbian form. Like they say that isn't my final form. That is that the is final.
1: My, yep. That is me. I'm going to turn into that eventually. That's your final Someday.
0: form. Someday. That's if you. I,
1: if I just worked out a little, I. Yeah. A buff lesbian
0: like splitting, splitting wood with a giant sword. She got.
1: Sounds like me sounds
0: That was your life. All right. Um, so I wanted to jump into the, let's, let's go with the Lisa Marie Presley. Um, um Oh, Lisa Marie Presley, daughter of Elvis Presley and Priscilla Presley. Um, she died like literally nine months after they were married and they were married when her mom was really young. Mm-hmm. Uh, she famously married Michael Jackson for mm-hmm. a short period of time. They had an awkward kiss on MTV, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, uh, she was at the, she was at the Golden Globes the other day because, uh, Austin Butler won for Elvis, mm-hmm. the the, the movie about, uh, her dad. Um, and two days later, she, uh, they got called to her house, uh, for cardiac arrest. She died after a short stay at the hospital. So RIP, Lisa Marie Presley, mm-hmm. she was 54. Any thoughts?
2: yeah i mean that's a really but that's that really bums considering that austin butler actually won for his i mean for her father's biopic that's like well, he was there
0: they shared a moment
2: at least they got i mean she got to see that that win right
1: yeah that's what i was gonna say i am like my i mean my thoughts fully rely on how old was she and how did she pass away
0: 54 and cardiac arrest
1: that's a bummer 54 that's young she's yeah. she's like my mom's age yeah. yeah same she might be younger oh my gosh mm. that's that's wild um no yeah that's definitely tragic then because she that's young and i am glad that she got to see it at least it was after and she at least got to witness that um but still sadness mm.
0: Sad news to report. I'm sure more stuff will come out as it as it gets closer to it. Um what is BAST animation mean?
2: Okay, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a story behind that because the <laughs> original name of the studio when it was solely my husband's property, right? It was mm-hmm. just Barralaga Art Studio. Mm-hmm. And okay. I was like, "Okay, we'll just like make that up into las siglas" and it was like B A S T and I was like, "Okay, that's going to be the name." Oh, okay.
3: Okay, so simple. Right. Yeah,
2: it was like, okay, let's just make it like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's shorter, it's short and sweet. I like it. Definitely better for promotion.
0: <laughs> I like the spinning wheel thing. I'm sorry. Let's see what we got. Dude,
1: okay, we got to <laughs> take it out. I, nope.
0: hide, I, it, I hide the choice. <laughs> I got to hide no more palate cleansers. I no mean, more. I haven't, I haven't. Your palette
1: move. is sufficiently cleansed.
0: Your palate is random tab. Oh, okay. all right uh we talked about bucket hats being no longer you you brought it up as one of your predictions that bucket hats uh-huh. may or may not go out of style right or you think yes so here's an influencer saying fuzzy bucket hats all of 2023
1: oh so so they didn't because they were in style in the past few years now they're
0: so staying they're, they're staying in so they're, no they're they're staying
1: in but they're yeah.
0: turning fuzzy now. fuzzy so bucket hats not yeah. so much Fuzzy, fuzzy bucket fuzzy hats. bucket hats is what you need for in <laughs> for
1: 2020 interesting we'll see where that goes
0: That's all funny. right let's let's talk about nepo babies okay um okay so there was an article uh a while ago uh, probably and i had this tag for a while vulture oh, yeah. published an article which basically enumerated nepotism nepo babies in hollywood all the way from like liza minnelli to like you know angelina jolie People that didn't realize that were, there were Nepo babies. Um, Even George Clooney. The piece drew attention to the sheer, this is a BuzzFeed news article about it, to the sheer amount of celebs in the acting, uh, music, and modeling world that has famous parents, which undeniably contributed to the industry's success. Mm
3: -hmm. Uh,
0: While everyday non-Nepo babies circulated the article, Uh, many expressed their frustrations at the unfair leg up that so many successful people had. Obviously, it's not a meritocracy. The world is Mm -hmm. not a meritocracy. Um, it appears they have a nerve with that. celebrity children in question. So, some of the responses from the actual nepo babies: Lily Allen, daughter of actor Keith Allen and film producer Alison Owen, Brandon Lily
1: Allen. Sorry,
0: chief, <laughs> chief, chief, nepo baby defender, as she insisted, wow. is her privileged upbringing uh, wasn't all that attractive to be. What exactly okay. is a nepo baby? Nepo they baby is now. nepo baby is. Anybody who is the son or daughter of a famous celebrity that also becomes an actor. It's so, sure for,
1: for nepotism.
0: Yeah, so nepotism. So, Nepo baby, nepotism baby. I should have just said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but part of what I want to talk about, a, a fact is, for example, this is a story. Uh, LVMH CEO Bernard Arnault puts daughter Delphine to lead Christian Jor. So, this guy was the Christian Jor leader, and now he's going to put his daughter in charge. Um, Which is what Tom Hanks came out and said, you know, this is an industry, this is a family business, uh, Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Uh, If this was uh, if this was a restaurant, if this was a plumbing company and the guy wanted to hand it down to his son, there's been plenty of instances um, where there is a business owner. And Mm -hmm. there's an, uh, there's an obvious person that works at the company. I've seen this in like many movies, right. Where there's a business owner, there's an obvious person that should be the smart person to take over the company. Uh, But I think like Caesar, the, what is this? The, uh, um, gladiator. This is the, 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 the gladiator, the, the plot of Gladiator is he, he's like, oh, here's my son, but I actually want to give it to a guy who's actually uh, smart because my mm-hmm. son is a Nepo baby. He's an idiot. He's going to he's going to mm-hmm. put the country in ruin. So it happens a lot where the right person to run a business is not necessarily the next person in line. Sometimes it is, but it often isn't. So what this article was breaking down was basically the leg up that some actors have gotten. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate Moss, his sister Lottie Moss, ended up deleting her Twitter account entirely uh, when she said she was sick of the nepotism narrative and advised followers if you put your mind to something you can accomplish, which is O'Shea Jackson, who mm. starred as his father Ice Cube in movie Straight of Compton, claimed that he has to get his ass up and make it work to earn the breakout role of his own dad. Um Tom Hanks still decided to try his luck as defending nepotism. Oh, uh, no. this is a bad look. While Tom is a self-made star that was born to a hospital worker and a cook, all four of his children are credited as, as actors. Uh, mm-hmm. Colin Hanks starred in the Cargo. Colin Hanks is a good actor. Uh, yeah. Ch- Chet Hanks is a legend. Uh, <laughs> uh,
3: yes. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, Elizabeth Hanks only appeared in two of his movies, and his uh, youngest son, uh, Truman Hanks, is uh, was cast to play him as a younger person. Mm-hmm. Um, in the film, co-written by Tom's wife Rita Wilson, in the mm-hmm. new one, um, but Tom did not acknowledge nepotism as a role uh, in children's industries. Instead, saying that they are just very creative and that filmmaking is a family business.
1: That okay. seems PC. Mm-hmm.
0: So, what? What initially? What is your? What are you pro nepo baby, anti nepo baby, Sophia? Your thoughts?
1: Um. So, so here's the thing. Uh, I hate when people who are nepo babies. I like their answers when they when they want to just like say they're like no I did this cuz I deserve it. It's not a meritocracy and you are correct. Um but it's also not like nepotism is something that exists in every level even in the middle class like if I know somebody I'm going to get them the job, right? It's just kind of how it works. Um and for rich this just means that your kid in Hollywood is going to be a star and stuff like that. So it sucks. I do part of me does get irked and disgusted by that. we don't know what kind of talent is being pushed down uh because of the nepotism because these are there are these kids who are kids from rich parents that get all of these rules right so there's like a sad aspect to it but then there's my realist take which is more of nepotism exists um and it has existed and it will exist and the world is not a meritocracy and sadly we all um, start off at different points in life And then we have to make it work from there Now, what pisses me off Is when they can't just admit it Because to me it comes off as ungrateful I think what the Like Hasanabi, for example He's a Nepo baby And what I like is that he admits it There's nothing wrong with saying Hey, I was given something by my parents And, and I'm, and I'm going to work towards it And I'm going to deserve it Right, because I think you're right, Colin. Um, Colin Hanks, great actor. I think that there's a lot of nepo babies that go that start off and suck. There are kids that start off and then they make something out of it, right? And then they become their own stars in their own right, like Angelina Jolie. N- no one really knows that her parent that her dad is John Voigt. Like it, you know, it's because she eventually made a name for herself um so once she was
0: starting out the, it was more it was
1: exactly more yeah yeah when you start out what i mean is like once it's you like, start off okay, you, you, you have are, a chance you are
0: someone's stutter.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and then you have a chance to 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 make something out of yourself and start from there and show your talent so it, once you get there i don't think there's anything wrong with acknowledging yes i got the start i got a head start because of my parents so it does piss me off when they are so um hypocritical to the point where they're just kind of like no i earned it i deserve this it's it comes off as very entitled and demeaning and it pisses me off there's nothing wrong with saying this is not a meritocracy and i got a head start and i hope that you will all take me in and 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 you will let me grow and you will see that i uh, am going to make a name for myself and that's it it is what it is right so That's what I think. It's the same
2: case like with Alejandro
1: and Vicente Fernandez. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That is a great case. Because Alejandro Fernandez, he proved himself, but he's a nipple baby. He started. Yeah, he's a nipple baby. (laughs) Yes, And he proved himself and he did great. And he's Alejandro Fernandez, you know, and that's fine. I think it's okay, but like don't have the audacity to say that you did it. The all gall. on your own yeah the, the yeah. gall like the kardashians that it's are like oh, have, have
2: the dignity <laughs> have the
1: dignity nobody the dignity. wants to work anymore no like bitch come on you were given a head start you stop stop please so yeah that's so it's it's yeah that, that's kind of my take it just right, it Sophia's, irks me.
0: Sophia's hot take
1: my hmm, hot take i don't think it's that hot is it hot what's your right. take what do you guys think
0: I'll finish up here. Lily Rose step on Nepo Baby Label. It just doesn't make sense. If somebody's mom or dad (laughs) is a doctor, then the kid becomes a doctor. You're not going to be like, you're only a doctor because your parent is a doctor. It's like, no, I went to medical school and trained. All right, here's my thoughts. Um, I am 100% okay with nepotism because nepotism has been used as a tool to uh, discriminate against uh, people of color or ethnicities for hundreds of years, right? So nepotism is... Getting into your parents' school because they were they got into it as a legacy, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, it's getting a job in Hollywood in the '40s, '50s, and '60s because you knew somebody, right? Um, and 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 other things. Um, so it's been used forever uh, against it and bias in South America, Latin America. It's also very you know we come from very corrupt societies. Or where corruption is very easy. Like we always know a guy and there's always a way to cut the line and you always got to know somebody, right? So I have no problem with us using nepotism now to get a leg ahead. And, but it's going to be in there. And part of it is true. You know, family businesses are family business. And when you're a kid, when you're a kid and you idealize your parents, you at some point in your childhood, you're like, I want to do what my dad does or I want to do what my mom does, right? um so i think that it's very natural like michael jordan's kid wanted to play basketball but he just didn't have the talent i wanted to be a musician but i was nowhere as talented as my dad um some people are talented you know uh lily rose depp i haven't found her super impressive in any of the films i've seen her in but you know she's a very pretty model and she's got the johnny depp in Kate Moss jeans. So obviously mm-hmm. she's going to have a career one way or another. That's just her lot in life. Um, mm-hmm. So I think for her to say, it's only because I went to medical school and trained, I did a job. I think that is, that is just, that is just her upbringing and her living that life of privilege.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I think that this is probably the first time any of them gets a little bit of pushback in their lives. So they're, they're kind of trying to figure out how to deal with it which is why they're, which is why they're trying to say something right, but they keep fucking up, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And Tom Hanks is being a dad and he's being saying, no, my, 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 my my kids have talent and this is a family business. And if they want to be actors and they can carry their own weight at some point, if you take over the company and you sink it to the ground, the talent you have or the skill you have is going to get seen at some point, no matter what your name is, um, you're going to have to put up some talent. So it's a leg up, it's not a free pass. It's a leg up, but it's not a free pass is is the way I see it.
1: Sort of, I mean, I will say um, getting, so it it goes back to the conversation where, um, I think we were speaking about um, uh, people of color in the industry uh, versus, you know, how white people in the industry have all the chances in the world to fuck up. Um, In this case, yes, their talent, can and will be shown but they also have all the opportunities to fuck up you know trump went bankrupt how many times so he had his daddy's money um whereas somebody who's coming from middle class or nothing you know poor and trying to really build up they might never they they might never even get a chance at all and if they do and they don't have the chance to fuck up they just don't have that luxury so yes i understand what you're making what point you're trying to make but at the same time it's kind of like i don't think that's necessarily fair because the nepo babies do get more chances and more money and more ways of getting trained and becoming talented right so yeah it's not fair i'm not saying that like you know woe is me but like it's not a meritocracy and i don't think there's anything wrong with admitting that so Lily Rose, just say, I'm privileged and it's okay. You're going to be fine. It's accept your
2: privilege. So it's more like, accept your privilege,
1: please. Yeah, it's just accept it and move on and we will all move on. Pastor,
0: collect $200 and let's get it. Yeah,
1: and let's move on. It's the fact that you have the audacity to sit here and be like, I am talented and I earned everything that makes you look like a spoiled brat. Yeah, yeah,
0: simple. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, All right. Moving right along. Okay. Um, so in case we have any actors watching today, uh, SAG-AFTRA implements new self taped audition guidelines for low budget projects. Um, basically as an actress, have you been encumbered by the undue and unnecessary steps that you have to take to self-tape auditions? Uh, So SAG-AFTRA greenlit its new low-budget self-taping guidelines, which have been approved by the Guild's 2021 convention. Uh, These improvements come in the wake of Union Distributed Members Survey to assess the state of self-taping in the industry. Basically, 93 members participated in the survey, uh, about 5% of the Guild, uh, and 15% uh, of the roles that we're up for currently require them to audition, audition, audition virtually through Zoom or some other live platform Um, and less than 4% of prospective jobs required him to audition in person. 91% of respondents said that they had to provide their own recording equipment for self-tape auditions. 82% said they had been asked to audition on a weekend. 60% said they had been asked to read an excessive number of script pages, and 34% said they'd experienced long and overly burdensome auditions without pay. Another 22% said they'd been asked to perform physical action or a stunt during a self taped audition. 8% said they'd been asked to perform a sexually charged act like kissing or explicitly intimate action, while 6% said they had been to appear in suggestive clothing or in no clothes at all. Uh, Nearly half of the respondents said they declined an opportunity to audition because of these burdens and requirements. 5% respondents said they experienced difficult or challenging in submitting a self-tape audition because of a disability. Uh, 62% said they'd incurred out-of-pocket expenses to self-tape, 41% had incurred onerous expenses to pay for a reader or a professional taping session of those, 20% said they spent more than $100 of their own money in a taping session. Uh, basically, according to the Guild, this data makes it so what they want to do is uh, it will pursue claims for audition pay under specific circumstances, meaning that under certain circumstances for auditions that are onerous, you might be uh, you might be able to get a half day's pay.
3: Oh,
1: that's good.
0: I think that's what they said. And you said, have yeah. to
1: be part of SAG-AFTRA,
0: correct? Yeah, might be contractually entitled to collect half a day's pay when they audition, but aren't hired. Though very okay. few ever collect. Gotcha. So. Uh, that was pretty good. Getting this yep. I'm assuming that you guys have had to go through some auditions processes like that.
1: Um, I my self-tape auditions that uh, the ones that I've done uh, they haven't been super arduous, um, so I can't relate to like being told to do a lot of ac- stunts and stuff like that um or sexually charged scenes i haven't encountered that thankfully but i will say uh doing a self tape audition takes a long time <laughs> um even something super simple it just takes a long time to like you know set up film um essentially not edit but like crop or like do all of the stuff and then submit um it does take some time uh so if If I were to, like, be told to do a stunt, uh, I think I would probably apply for that. And I think that that's a good thing that it exists. But this might be a hot take, but um, I think I'll take a self-tape audition over an in-person audition any day. Really? I just hate driving and I hate being in a room with people. I get so nervous. When i'm in a room just with myself i'm like okay i record myself i'm super comfortable i submit it and then i'm like they get to see me and then if they want to see more that's when the meeting occurs right so yeah i don't know it's been working out
3: so far all
2: right well in, in Honduras, is are they're, they're actually doing more like that like they don't well in pandemic in the midst of the pandemic they actually did a bunch of audi- auditions like with people self self-recording themselves and everything and i think that right now there's actually one that they're casting for a feature and i Mm -hmm. think that most i mean most of the pre-casting part it's done with self-recording and then the second part it's gonna be like okay in person
1: yeah i do think that okay i love that point that you're making because i do think that like as a first step just to see people's faces to see what they look like And to get their vibe, I think it's a great first step. I think after that, an in-person would be good. So, yeah, I agree with you, Ale. What do you think, Big Chief?
0: I like in-person auditions. I I didn't do anything uh, that required casting during uh, COVID, so I never had to uh, do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Now,
1: are you speaking as a director or as an actor?
0: As a director. As an actor, I did a couple, and they were a pain in the ass.
1: Yeah, exactly. I would.
0: I would much rather show up. I would much rather just show up and and hit my mark and and say my lines. Okay. As as you know, Sophia, I got what is commonly known as chops.
1: <laughs> You're so dumb.
0: <laughs> acting. Get acting. You
1: gotta get a bigger hat now.
0: Act, yeah. No. Well, no. If it's self, If it's self. If it's self-indulgent, it usually I can usually have it. Uh, I can't go my I can't go much higher than I got like a, a size 8 you They're
2: like gonna be like with a huge head. Yeah, yeah. Like the big like, sombrero. Yeah. Big
0: uh, yeah. Right. Hey, size eight fitted, I'll do that. All right. On an on a lighter note, we're moving the show to Vermont.
1: Ay, Dios it took an hour and 17 minutes to talk about Ana de Armas, Dios she, Ana, oh de Armas buys a,
0: Ana de Armas buys a 7 million dollar home in rural Vermont you got Ana de Armas and Bernie
1: and Bernie listen that's and, okay that's where I was going I'm like
0: and I'll Bernie? go and Bernie
3: Sanders over there. come on oh, let's go
0: alright uh it's all right, this is a fun fact. Uh, I want to hear a scary, unsettling fact about you. This person got roasted for this. Before wearing my underwear, I microwave them so they're warm and toasty.
2: Oh, my <laughs> gosh.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I mean, you could just throw them in the dryer and get that same effect. There's nothing like like out-of-the-dryer clothes. That's good stuff. Yeah,
1: that's true. Just so I can see that. But I don't
0: know about microwaves because you, you might have to.
1: I mean, you put food in the Getting dragged by a bunch and... of cold crotchers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah okay.
0: radioactive dick and balls or radioactive pushing
1: you know i i i would never yuck someone's yum
0: so, no no you know, no them. not for you
1: they're not hurting anyone not even good if time.
0: it's like a really cold day
1: um oh for me personally no i'm okay it's your first I, love,
0: you
2: have, I, I love your tortilla blanket behind
1: thank you thank you yes it's not tortilla arena. Oh,
2: uh, for you to become like a little boliada. Yeah, so, uh-huh.
1: I boliada, yeah, over here with my burritos, but yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been looking at it. I'm like,
1: oh, that looks cozy. <laughs> it's so cozy. Yeah, and then I just roll up and it look like a burrito.
0: It's so cute. A little roll taco. A
1: little roll taco. <laughs> it's great. All
0: right, let's jump into uh, the Golden Globes. No, uh,
1: that's just asking for a five.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. uh karina was at the golden globe i was
1: gonna say since we have her here let's yeah let's get to talking about that can you hop on karina are you able to hop on
0: if she can get the if she wants to i'll send her the link if she yeah. wants to talk about being there we'll, in person
1: we'll send you the link because we need the tea you took a picture with um with
0: Anya.
1: Anya, yes yes did you give her my number you did you tell her I'm available?
2: With Anya Taylor Joy, really? Yeah. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> Karina, you don't have to put your camera on if you're not ready. Just uh we'll send you the link so you can hop on tell us your tea, your golden globe tea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we can uh, we can also pull up her story. All right, so we have uh Jenna our
3: Ortega.
0: Jenna Ortega
1: and umbisa. That's
0: my that's that's sad. <laughs> uh, let me see what else we got here. Um, okay, this was one of the, my favorites.
1: All right, next time, Karina. He met Selena too. Yes. Okay, that's go. Oh,
3: Key. Yes, Key.
4: Wow. wow. <laughs> thank thank you, you. Thank you so much. Uh, I was raised to never forget where I came from yes. and to always remember who gave me my first opportunity. I am so happy to see Steven Spielberg here tonight. Steven, thank you. Uh, when I started my career as a child actor in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, I felt, I felt so very lucky to have been chosen. As I grew older, I started to wonder if that was it, if, if that was just luck. For so many years, I was afraid that I had nothing more to offer, uh, that no matter what I did, I would, I would never surpass what I achieved as a kid. Thankfully,
0: short round. More than, than 30, 30 years, years later, later,
4: two guys, guys thought of, of me. me. They, they, Remember, Remember
0: that kid. So was that nepotism?
4: Aww.
0: If uh, if if his friends got him a job,
4: and they gave, gave me an opportunity, opportunity
0: to try again, it doesn't sound like they knew him that well, or maybe they didn't know him. I don't know. Listen, yeah. it's who you know a lot of times. Yeah, and it's, or who remembers you, or who always but wanted to work with you. Thing. Thing. And and everything.
4: Everything that, that has happened since has been unbelievable. unbelievable. The man, thirty Daniel years of no.
0: Thank you so, so,
4: so much and for, for helping helping me, find me my
0: 39 years later, this is them on set of uh, Indiana Jones when he was just a little child, unknown actor. And they both won Golden Globes 40 years later. Oh. Steven, Steven Spielberg won Best Director for The Fablemans. And uh, Key won uh, Best Supporting Actor for... Uh, everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. So that's
1: okay. so cool. He is so talented. I was like, how has this man not been on screen for so long?
0: And his key. It you is, know that
1: in,
2: in college there was a professor that actually well not that, not actually talk about nepotism per se, but he was like, okay, there's something you you ought to know, right? I was like, from the from the start. Mm-hmm. It's like you've gotta you gotta perfect the art of the contactologia.
1: Mm-hmm. It's who you know. And,
2: yeah, it's who you know.
1: <laughs>
0: it's it's who
2: can actually push the push the lever for you so that you can go forward.
0: <laughs> yeah. You got to. You have to have people that believe in you or uh, it, it's it's an it's app. Yeah.
1: But you know something he did there? He mm-hmm. acknowledged it. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, that. I think that was the moment of the night for me. And mm-hmm. um, some of the complaints... Are obviously because you know you can't have brown people winning awards without people saying that it's woke. Uh, yeah.
4: yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, um, they didn't air last year because of a diversity scandal. Um, Gerard Carmichael basically said, "I'm here because I'm black." When he got on stage, saying that that's why he was chosen to host. Overall, I enjoyed it. I I had I I had a decent time watching it. Obviously, I had it on in the background. I'm not really like sitting there watching down. Um our our people from uh the House of Dragon were completely unprepared. They didn't have a table. They only had like three people there. Like most shows that were up for best drama had like mm-hmm. their table there, all the producers and stuff. HBO had just uh the two actresses that play uh the Queen, uh mm-hmm. Young Queen and Older Queen, and uh the director. Whoa, uh, who's, who's they really didn't
1: think three. they were winning. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. They had no idea they were gonna win. It was just them there. Like they were like a hundred percent surprised. The guy was wearing sneakers. The director was wearing like 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 a like a just a suit jacket with like a, a sneakers and stuff, and they were faded, you. they were faded in a hoe. Oh, uh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> so um that's
1: what the golden gloves is known for, getting people tipsy. It's great, yeah.
0: And then they were saying that some people were getting uh cut off while others weren't, and that if you were saying some woke stuff that you got to talk longer. I didn't think it. The only person that really got to talk that, that didn't play music on was Steven Spielberg or the other guy that was winning a Lifetime Achievement Award. And on Lifetime mm-hmm. Achievement Award, they let you talk as much as you want. Yeah. And Steven Spielberg is Steven fucking Spielberg. You yeah. know, like, he's got to have a little bit of juice in Hollywood, right? Yeah. A little juice.
2: Little juice. May I, may I speak about the white elephant in the room there Please. that category specifically? <laughs>
0: yes go ahead
2: about the best director like how how the hell is there no woman director nominated Mm -hmm. like that's that's the way yeah i mean there were i mean i saw quite a few of the the ones that were shortlisted i mean i think i we saw she said and i think I, i i i saw another bunch of movies right that were woman directed that we're probably gonna be nominated and i was like mm-hmm. how are they not nominated how are they not in the final nominations
3: <laughs> it's like that's a good
1: point come on <laughs> see this is a good point for all the people that are saying that golden gloves are too woke they don't even have a woman director please
2: yeah it's like come on stop stop saying that if you're not really actually
1: yeah being woke <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah they don't they they don't understand they just it, they just like the word
1: also yeah. this uh, the golden globes weren't they canceled like last year because yeah, they were canceled last year and then this is the lowest rated lowest watched i think i think honestly i think uh award shows are going downhill that's my opinion yeah
0: i mean i think that's been and also the stats yeah that's
1: what's happening yeah i'm like a youtuber gets some reviews and the golden globes did sadly
0: uh, this was a funny moment this is a, Actually, you know, there's been people that like died and like lost their kids in this storm. So it's not that funny, but it was. Okay. A
3: little was this other.
0: is when she found out that Kevin Costner couldn't accept Kevin his award.
1: He's so
3: much. He's, he's so wonderful. much. Be yeah, I know we're gonna remember. So it's so, so, so much wanted to be here, here but because,
0: because of, of the, the un- un- it unit, the unprecedented weather and flooding, flooding. He, he has the shelter in place in place Santa, Santa Barbara. Barbara Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. But I mean, it is uh, listen, some some people have done it's great it's real been it's been I, real.
1: It's I repeat. know it that's hard. That's hard because I thought it was funny. Um, but yeah, no, a lot of people are, Oh man, it's just, I think it's extra funny because we're not ready for a, it. It's a no, it's a rich person,
0: yeah. That the they part can't that, get that, there
1: when everyone else that's, got there
0: under that, the that's same funny. circumstances,
1: that's, it's a little funny,
0: in a vacuum, yeah. And then you're, it's like, oh, you have to shelter in place it's instead like, of bar, yeah. Oh, it,
1: the words, I had to shelter like, in place, like, I'm like, okay,
0: it's like the uh, it's like the celebrities that were doing post during lockdowns like oh yeah. we have to stay at home we have to do our part yeah bitch we don't all have a gym and a pool and fucking acres exactly. to walk around in and stuff exactly. like that you know so. and
1: like uh, half of la is flooded and all these all these celebrities made it there somehow no one had to shelter in place so yeah. it's a little it's just a little laughable like it's not like he was in another country or in another he had to fly in it's, no he was in Santa Barbara yeah
0: yeah, yeah. it was it was it was <sighs> a, it was it was, it, it was a bad sight
1: yeah i'm on regina hall's boat i would have reacted <laughs> the same way
0: uh
1: it's a funny reaction <laughs> yeah
0: it is. better call saul once again nominated zero wins zero uh, wins um boo Bob about a kicker seahorn i don't know man they deserve it
4: they do
1: what the hell the last season was so good
0: all right. NBC uh, News hires uh, Johnny Depp's attorney, Camila Vasquez, and it irks some of their staff. Basically, some people wrote letters to management because she got hired to be a legal correspondent or a legal an analysis, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And
0: people are saying that could cloud the coverage of the case. How do you feel, Sophia?
1: That, um, the argument is that it could cloud the argument of the case
0: uh one hour nine uh, nbc General submitted a written complaint to management raising concerns about the decision to hire as an analyst um i guess it could cloud past coverage of the legal battle i guess that would be the main thing um, i
1: mean listen i mean she got good exposure she did her job that job is over she can benefit i don't know i say not guilty
0: She's camera ready, so She didn't. She shouldn't make that <laughs> face, though. That's
1: not, that's not a kind <laughs> screenshot. Come on. That's not a.
0: Yeah, I don't, they're not doing her any favors there. No,
1: but, um, but
0: it's
2: know. like, uh, uh, should I do it? Should I not do it? <laughs> yeah.
0: That's oh, like. Okay. That's like. Uh, that's like my my. Uh, this reminds me of a joke my dad would tell, which was uh, that uh, I'll tell it in Spanish for our Spanish audience. That había un borracho estaba tratando de entrar la casa. Y ponía la llave y no, le sali, no, no, no podía abrir la puerta y le seguía poniendo. Y el tipo le decía, ¡Con los dientes para arriba! And he couldn't figure it out. He decía, ¡Con los dientes para arriba! So he kept going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> <So
3: stupid. laughs> Dad joke. <laughs>
0: that, 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 that was my dad's joke, yeah. So yeah, so with your teeth up, I guess, um, is the... <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, she's camera ready, she got some notoriety. I mean, she fits right in with NBC News. Why wouldn't you, you know, have her on? That's yeah. that's the pipeline. You get a job, you get some exposure, you get a news job.
1: Exactly. And that case is over. I'm just the people that listen. And listen, I wasn't on Johnny Dubb's boat, so I'm not on her side in any shape or form, but that's just how it goes. Exposure. Now she has a job. Like that, that that thing is over. The case is over. I don't understand why anyone's mad.
0: What side were you were you team Amber or team Johnny uh, Alexa uh,
2: um, I I don't know I I I don't think I, I would be would be able to choose a side considering that I really didn't get the whole thing about it like mm-hmm. I did, don't know what the hell was going on there I know that I I know what was said in Twitter cuz I followed the thing through Twitter but that was it
1: Yeah to to clarify I am team no one they both. Yeah,
2: suck. exactly. Okay. I'm like,
1: just to no. clarify.
3: <laughs> but yeah, but
2: because it was so so controversial. I mean, it was like going up in the news and everything, and on Twitter, it was crazy. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. For an in-depth review and take and coverage, feel free to tune into one of our Mihenta Show episodes of way back whenever that was being covered. We talked about it a lot. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah we, I'll probably a, do that. <laughs> we, we we did Hoop Hoop. Yeah, some of our earlier episodes on the podcast, you'll be able to see. I think
2: when that happened, I was actually in the middle of finishing my, my, my dissertation for the master's degree or something. Because I was like in the middle of something and I knew that something was happening. I was like, what the hell is going on?
1: Yeah, for me, it was the opposite. I had a lot of time on my hands, so I was watching, like, literally, like, the freaking court, like, live.
2: Yeah, I think, I think I was, I was actually, yeah, finishing my test, my disease. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably why I didn't even pay attention
1: to it. No, so you were too busy, girl? uh oh getting (laughs) that, getting that master's, come on.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right. Sorry. Moving right along. All right. Let's let's knock out the rest of this. All right. We were going to briefly touch on the top 10 Latino shows of 2022 that you can watch. Obviously, we got to keep supporting Latino culture. So if you haven't seen any of these shows already and you're looking for something to stream, I'll put the link in the comment section as well uh, to share with everybody in case you want to watch it later. Uh, But here's uh, the top shows Let me know how you feel Lopez versus Lopez I've seen it advertised a lot But I haven't caught an episode yet Uh, Let the Right One In Which was based on a very awesome uh, Old horror movie Mm -hmm. Uh, And this is the And they they made a new show But they uh, Latinized uh, the characters here The Lincoln Lawyer Which I've heard nothing but good things about I like the original movies With uh, Matthew McConaughey Uh Uh, And they Latinized the Latino Lawyer Which is Mm -hmm. good Uh and then we have give me a second. Let me write this down here. Uh Menudo Forever. Mm. Uh, I was actually living in Caracas in the 80s during Menudo Mania, so I might have to watch this just for the for the lulls here. Is
1: uh is Ricky still cancelled?
0: Ricky Martin? Yeah. Because he was trying to have sex with his nephew or something.
1: Yeah. Is he still canceled or are we okay with him now? I
0: don't know. That went away for a while. I didn't hear anything new. I think they dropped a lawsuit under the counter lawsuit. I think he just sort of got some good PR behind him and was like Hmm. gone. That's fair. All right, Wednesday, which I'm I just started.
2: Hey. Oh, tell me when you finish. I, it, can, please. I can I can't wait to watch that next season. I love this. Ah I si see Luiste. Oh Lou, catch up. We could have been talking about it today. No, I well. loved Wednesday. It was I mean, it was so cool. I think that we watched it with Hosm. We watched it like we 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 choose our pro- our programs to watch together, right? And it's like, okay, we're gonna watch this one together. And it was like, I think in two or three days that we watched it entirely.
1: Yeah, same. It took me like two, <laughs> two, three days, something like that. Um, and all right, so all those, right those I'll two, watch two, it.
0: I gotta listen. I've been watching nothing but independent cinema the last week and a half, so uh, it's a quick cool watch. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll s- <laughs> I feel like I'm not doing my job. Like if I if I start watching something else, yeah, although I do. do
2: I'm rewatching like do you remember that Argentinian novel that was on Disney channel called Floricienta? No.
0: <laughs> Floricienta la novela? But like from yeah. a long time ago?
2: Yeah. I'm I, I'm I watch so. I'm rewatching it like entirely. It's on YouTube. You can actually rewatch it completely.
1: Wow. Oh really? Yeah, and yeah. yeah. for free, everybody.
2: Okay. Yeah, it's really mm-hmm. good. And my, my my husband right now is like, oh my gosh, you're all, you're re-watching that and it's so long. You're
1: going to be there forever. I love it. I love
0: it. I got to watch it. I want to watch this. It got canceled. uh, So I want to go back and watch it. Los Mm Spookies. And uh, of course, Andor, which I've gone on a podcast about, uh, which is fucking awesome. Um, Gordita Chronicles, which got canceled.
2: Oh come on! No, we're not talking about
0: that. Man? This fool, uh, which is probably my favorite Latino show of the year uh, really on Hulu. Funny. Yeah, it's yeah. really funny. Uh, Chris Estrada said he would do the show at some point, but I know he's super busy, and they just picked up season two. So we're hopefully gonna have him on the show at some point this year, Ooh, uh, cool. which will be which will be cool. I uh, he I hit him up when uh, when it had just launched, and I watched it, and he was like, "Yeah, I'll do it." And then afterwards. It kind of blew up, so you know it happens.
2: Here, here's <laughs> a nice resolution for the pod. First, uh, Chris Estrada, then Diego Luna, then Jen. Yeah, then then
0: Luna.
1: Yes. All right.
0: And then <laughs> our final form, Salma Hayek.
3: Yeah.
1: Yes. And, then final we, we, and oh then we, we,
0: we we retire on that show.
1: <laughs> La Diosa, yes. We can't
0: do we can't we can't do nothing else after that. Yeah.
1: No. Tar- so it's over.
0: Hang up the microphone sit there like uh like uh what's his face at the end of uh end game oh my gosh well, the who's the guy, do with, the, guy with the, the guy with the guy with the guy with the guy with the i forget. uh the
1: name. yeah yeah you I know what i'm talking about see the guy with the freaking yes the ranch. Diego
0: luna that's it i'm just kidding
1: oh yeah, no yeah, <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> no the bad guy all right anyway.
1: yeah yeah um hi i'm blinking. anyway i'm gonna think all about right. it like in an hour hold on
3: Nothing
1: it's cool. like the hand with the hand, the hand. No, no, I can't. Yeah, the the guy that wants the thing. Yeah, the snap Marvel. guy. Yeah, the boom.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we don't He's have purple. enough uh, young men in the chat tonight.
1: He looks like a scrotum. He looks
0: oh. like a scrotum. Diego Luna, that's him. All right, one more panic cleanser, and then I want to do No Name's Way.
3: Hell yeah. All right. Can I oh.
0: right now?
4: Her? Holy crap. This is so, so cool. cool. All this is fructive. I've
2: when I was 15. i had so had a lot, lot of these Mostly all just old dental shit. We're in my library slash music room. I have my medical encyclopedias here from the 1940s. How to do tracheotomy. You slit it, and then you stick
3: a straw in there.
4: Is the typewriter here? Do you actually use it? I do. I
3: write my songs on it. What's going on do down it. here? no get Good morning.
4: <laughs> That's your pet possum. Are they mean or anything?
3: No, What?
2: These are all of my
4: wardrobes. These are huge wardrobes. They
2: open up. My favorite thing in my apartment would have to be Daner violin with a rattlesnake tail inside
4: of it. You strike me as someone who would have a rattlesnake. It's wild. How do you have so much space? This makes no sense. Mm-hmm. You'll never move out? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah,
3: never. I feel like a even. So you
4: have two bathrooms? Yeah. Is this just for, like, going number twos? And I lost half a finger putting in this
2: light fixture. You have to pull it
1: really hard.
4: Oh, you just broke your life. I that like your so pots. Thank you. Private roof deck. Yeah, this is cool. We didn't fall through. High five.
1: Is hey, that I Lily a Rose? rose? <laughs> your keys. Oh, thank you. I
2: was looking for them.
4: More comfortable than mine. Those are all the clothes for your possum. Well,
2: I figured what? since I had so many wardrobes, it was only fair.
4: That's
1: cute. Cool. All right. How was That's that a poly cleansing? <laughs> OK, I You're think muted. I can show. I can think. I-
0: no, the question is: Is she a better wife candidate for you or for me?
1: You can have her.
0: You, no, no, you know, that was not. Oh, not no, you know, that, mean,
1: was very, little, that was cringe. That was little it. possum,
0: little possum. I know she's like New York sexy.
1: That was cringe. That was like three thousand dollar mansion. What are you talking about?
0: No, she's in. Uh, she's in the village somewhere in New York. Um,
1: uh, all,
0: right, all right, I was just asking. You don't, have to, you don't have to get all mad about it.
1: You can't. You can have her.
0: I know I, I the armas now. I, I, listen, I mean, if armas, listen, listen,
1: if we ever met another armas,
0: listen, if we ever met another armas.
2: Okay, last... put it as a resolution, Sofia. <laughs> like
0: at some point,
2: at some point, you. you're gonna have it. You're gonna have that interview.
1: It's like yeah, okay, yeah.
0: yeah it's gonna, it's gonna
1: Luis happen. will not be able to string two words if another armas ever. No, spoke to him. Man,
0: Listen, we we'll we'll, we'll we'll get.
1: We'll, what?
0: Come on. I mean, yep. I'd rather, I, if you're asking me, would I rather uh, have her on the podcast or would I rather have her in a movie? I'd rather have her in a movie.
3: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? And then, then that way. Then that way. Get her on the podcast. Get her on the podcast. Blah, 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 blah. All right, let's do, uh, let's do No namas way. Okay. Now. Now it's time for No namas way. No namas way. No Namaste. All right, no anonymous way. Anonymous advice for unqualified podcasters. That's us. <laughs> what, Pretty what, slow what,
1: with that wine, bud.
0: Wait, hold on. Are you? Are you? Let me see. Hey, I'm taking it easy, All right. I'm. 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 Is that you that's crackling, or is that me that's crackling? Is that me that's crackling? Hmm.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah. Okay, wait. It's me. Hmm. Interesting. Let me lower my mic for two seconds here if I can do that if I'm correctly.
3: Okay.
0: That's okay. Let me check my audio down. Is that hmm? me? All right. All right. Hmm.
1: It's just like notes. background noise, I think. Is it? Could it be from your bathroom or something? Is, is something running?
0: No, just, I, I hear like oh. a crack. I don't know if it's just me or if it's happening. That's right. Maybe if I just stand still. All right. Let's just get this going. Okay. Got... Anna will see this one day. Yes, she is. She's my friend. Yes. All right. So here we go. We have a question from overworked and underappreciated. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought it was a crackling fire for a minute. I feel it. Huh?
1: Oh, the title. I feel
0: it. Overworked and underappreciated, right? Here is their question. Okay. I feel like we should just do this again so people understand what's happening. Okay. <laughs> it's only two <laughs> seconds. Now it's time for... No nameless way. No Namas way. No Non-nam-es. All right. Yeah. No nameless reset. No nameless way. Anonymous advice from unqualified podcasters. Here's the first question of the day coming from overworked and underappreciated. Um, Here's a question. I have always been the person in a team that did all the work while the so-called leader would get most of the credit. I've become more aware of this after school and now in the business world. The other day, I had my performance review with my immediate boss. She asked me if I had any ideas that the company could implement to be more efficient. I gave her a few suggestions I had been thinking about. She nodded her hand and we moved on. Cut to a week ago at our all hands on New Year's meeting with all the department heads presenting their goals and projects for the start of the year. When my boss gets up to talk, wouldn't you know, she almost word for word spells out my plan for our department efficiency goals and never mentions me once. Mm. The room approves and later on when she meets with us, she puts two other people in charge of the project and not me. She avoids my glare the rest of the day, but I make it a point to stay late and catch her on her way out where she tells me before I can get my rage out that she's already had the plan in place, that I merely reinforced those feelings, but that she gave me a really positive review and that I should get my raise approved if I asked. And that I will have my choice of other assignments and possibly an upgraded cubicle for being so dedicated and loyal. I have the notes I have been taking on the initiative and I could show them to the upper management type to prove that she cut me out of my own idea. But I think I can also name my price to stay quiet. How do I do?
1: Mm. Mm. She can name her price. Are they? Is it a she or he? They?
0: They? I, they no, the, she says she is a, the boss, but I don't, it doesn't say what she is.
1: I gotcha. Okay. Well, Okay, they said they can name their price to quiet. I don't know, man. I feel like I'm such a snitch in situations like this. I would report to HR. I would cause a ruckus and then I would quit. Um, that's just bullshit. I don't know. I can't deal with shit like that. I'm too old. So I'm annoyed. I get annoyed with do stuff like that. I wasn't meant for the corporate world because I don't like when people steal ideas. It's, I don't know. What do you do in that situation?
0: Ah. <sighs> But you got to think about what is going to the upper management going to do. Right? Yeah, because you, obviously gonna,
1: she has them in their pocket. So
0: you can go and you can say, hey, listen, the idea that uh, I'd like to file a campaign that I pitched an idea during my review and my boss took it as her own. What if worst case scenario when she talked to the upper level management, they're like, oh, no, she mentioned it to us that you had also mentioned it. And then you mm-hmm. feel stupid. Mm-hmm. If your relationship with your boss is you think she's not going to be a really cool person and she's probably sneaky or corrupt, um, she probably didn't do that. But she's also basically telling you that you can get a cushy new cubicle and that if you ask for a raise, it's going to get accepted. Mm-hmm. So that's some pretty decent leverage in today's job environment. Yeah. You know?
1: I suppose you could just continue with that, not ruffle any feathers Get your cushy upgrade and then just keep not trust her moving forward. Just keep your information next keep time she asks notes. her.
0: Keep those notes because mm-hmm. it could come up later on. And when you're like, listen, I, I stayed quiet when the you guys were stealing my ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that I would just name my price. I would ask for a nice raise. I would say that I had a great positive review and that I contribute greatly to the company. Mm -hmm. and uh i would uh say that i need to i need a new fancy chair (laughs) and that i need the uh and that i need like yeah standing desk (laughs) and uh and then i would ask for like all my vacation days to be approved like at the beginning of the year so i could plan my vacations uh alexa what do you what do you think
2: I already put it in the, in the private chat, but yeah, I would definitely, like, without thinking, because I, think <laughs> nice. I actually had sort of a same situation at some point last year, because uh-huh. <laughs> I, I was, like, undecided on a job, and I mean, it was a really good pay, but it wasn't really worth it. I was like, okay, no. I was mm-hmm. like, no. <laughs> and I, in that case, I would definitely quit, like, the one that you're, you're telling. are mm-hmm. telling yeah, yeah so i would quit. definitely you'd be,
0: quit you'd be out the door
2: yeah i would be like nope you know what bye i'm out
1: yeah
0: yeah you wouldn't even stress yourself out Sophia? It's just
1: two perspectives right you can either play their game where yeah you could go the loo way and like just get as much as you can out of it and now moving forward you know you can't trust this person play the game play ball and try to win um or, it's not
2: a clean environment. That's it's what not I a think. clean
1: environment exactly. So you would have to <laughs> uncleanly play, but like you can get a lot out of it, um, juice it out. Or if you, yeah, you know, like Alice said, if you don't, if you don't stand for getting your ideas stolen and you're not okay with that, then quit. You know, find another job first, secure a better position. Um, and yeah, but you know, I can't say that if you're sticking with the corporate world, it's a trend. So you know, be. With- you know, this might continue at other companies as well. Sadly,
0: Sophia, sadly, you are the crackling. I'm the crackling. You're the crackling. <gasps>
1: oh no!
0: <laughs> you're crackling a little bit.
1: How did you determine that? I'm going to mute. Be-
0: because, because when you were talking, I muted everybody else and I still heard it. So ah. it's a, it's a little, you're a little bit high. You're the little mic? Bit high. Yeah. I don't know. I think maybe mm,
1: we'll figure it out. Let me see what I could do.
0: Are you are you connected through your? If make sure you're not connected to, to the through your mic. Uh, but in your in your in your audio settings, it could be picking up your mic that's by your neck instead of the one that's in front of you. Ah, let me check. So just go to settings and then oh, the audio, and then it, what's your what's your audio device?
3: Audio
1: all right well let's continue just continue. Let's continue all
0: right anyway so my advice is to consider your leverage and um if 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 you know alexa says if you feel that you are there that just think about the overall situation that might just be worth it to just walk away i would if i walked away i would set some fires so if i was going to do alexa move and walk away i would first go to upper management and be like hey listen this is what happened this week. My boss stole my ideas, presented it as their own, and I don't want to work for this country anymore. Boom, blow it up on your way mm-hmm. out. And then maybe they fire that manager and they, they hire you off for a better position and you get to clean house. Um, or if you're just like Sophia said, don't make a move until you got another move in place. Make your next mm-hmm. move your best move. Keep hustling. Take whatever deal you can get. Get a raise. Get a couple of heavy paychecks under your belt. Maybe get a nice chair Maybe see if they let you work from home a couple, a little bit, you know, do something like that. Try to make your life a little bit easier. And then you obviously have good ideas. You're obviously, uh, you're obviously suited for a better position down the line. So keep hustling, update your resume and then take it from there.
1: Yeah. You have options. Those are basically you your options. two options, right?
0: Yeah. You got, those are your two options. Yay. All
3: right.
0: All right. And next question comes to us from, do I have to? Okay. Do I have to, writes, moved into a brand new place with my longtime girlfriend of four years. We finally gave up our own places to get a place together so that we cited that we would only keep things that we both of us said yes to after the essentials in a this or that situation. Um, So I figured my history of shower, shower curtain would not make the cut, but thought some of my collectibles, random posters, niche art would would She kept saying no, even after I allowed some girly garbage to pollute where we poop.
3: <laughs>
0: it's a small place, nice living room, but no man cave or office. And I don't work at home. So I just want to look at my cool stuff on the wall and not have to leave it in storage until we get a house or if it does not work out. Compromise? Shmompromise. I want to win and get my stuff on the walls. What do I do?
1: Ooh, we've gotten a question that was similar to that before, right? Yeah, we
0: had a, a decoration question about Decorate. stuff like that. Yeah. Let's let's have a let's have a start today. How do you compromise in terms of home decorations with the husband? Who well, gets the pig?
2: Like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the wife perspective here.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> so, uh, well, the artwork in our apartment, I actually selected it because it's part of the family <laughs> family like heritage as well from my family from my mom's family. So okay. I got I got the I got the wall decor <laughs> mm-hmm. and the layout, like the arrangement of furniture and everything, I give him that that freedom like to move it around as 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 he wants. Because he sometimes is like, okay, I it's boring to have the table where it is and the sofas where they are. So let's flip the room or whatever. And I'm like, okay, just do it. you do you, don't worry. I'm fine. Then, then it's just Charlie and me just walking around, being like, "What the hell happened just here?" But it's like, "Okay, the human did that,"
0: <laughs>
2: because okay. my dog, my dog, when he sees things moving, it's like, "What's going on over here?"
3: Oh,
1: <laughs> I love your dog. He's so cute. Yeah,
2: but but like we do compromise because I think that yeah yeah we do compromise and we're like, okay, we're gonna put this stuff here, this stuff there. And like to have to make it have some harmony by itself, right?
3: Yeah, <laughs> because so that's super important.
1: <laughs> what does he get to decorate?
2: Like the late, the like the furniture, like the furniture. place to make and it everything. feng shui. Yeah, <laughs> like he, he, he makes he takes the feng shui part there.
1: Would <laughs> <He gets laughs> you? Okay. Has, own
0: own shui, it's <laughs> <style>. <laughs> has there been personal feng style?
1: Has there been a moment where you threw not throughout, but like said no to things that he wanted to put up?
2: Mm, not really okay. no not really
3: cool
1: oh man that's difficult I feel like this happens in couples where like both people own stuff that are very near and dear to their heart and they're like I have to have this like in the mantle or like and then they clash I don't
4: yeah know.
2: that's that's like I, I think that both the girl and and the dude's attitude they're like too toxic for each other or something
4: yeah <laughs>
0: It's- yeah I mean four years you're not married yet you're barely getting a place together um, you're both if you've been a couple for four years and you still haven't lived together that's that's a tough one that's you you're trying to have it both ways you're trying to have your cake and eat it too so there might be some deeper relationship issues there uh, in as much as um, why did it take you so long to get a place together and why? Uh, and most of the time it's, oh, we decided to stay in my boyfriend's or we decided to stay at my girlfriend's because her place is nicer, or blah, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but this this is like a brand new, fresh space to both of you. This is definitely a new house test for mm-hmm. marriage. So if she's yeah. saying that we're doing we're doing all minimalist or we're doing all lady stuff and you're like, but I want my Thor poster.
1: Get it two better than be a a and Mrs. said,
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, honestly, that would work for me. Two master bedrooms would work. Lie, would work relationship wise for me. Absolutely, having your own. You space know that is when so, we first
2: got when so we were loaded. just married with my husband, we actually moved into his apartment, and then we got uh, like an apartment together.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I mean, I mean, it was so funny because he lived literally at the last floor of the building and he was like like when when i moved in right and <laughs> it was so funny because he was like you're taking our necessary stuff all the way up that we're gonna have to bring down like a month later and i was like oh, well so this is what it is i don't know
1: so you guys lived <laughs> together just for a month and then moved out
2: it was like yeah. we lived there for like a month, then we yeah. and then and during that month we started looking for another place, which was actually our first apartment together. Okay. and I mean, it was where we act and it was where we spent the entire pandemic, like the entire pandemic. and my mom was like, okay, you guys been have been all all day together through the pandemic. your your marriage is like conflict conflict wise like. Comf- like it has pr- proof blood that these could actually work yeah well proof yeah
3: that's Yeah oh yeah
1: if you <laughs> yeah, can if like, you can absolutely. stand each other through the pandemic you'll make it through anything <laughs> yeah all right
0: yeah,
1: uh, I, uh, well, I was going to say just bottom line is compromise sadly yeah. like the man said know.
0: compromise compromise. he oh. wants to win
1: he, okay so he wants to win
0: you want somebody who doesn't you, want I want to know.
1: <laughs> I want to know, and I I want to know what the girl, if the girlfriend is compromising, or if she's like no, like straight up saying no. Basically, I thing.
0: think they're like they moved in and they they each put a thing on the table, and she's like, we can only keep stuff that we both agree to. So he saw some of her stuff. He's like, this is for the bathroom. It's like a towel thing, and he's like, yeah, yeah. And then he's like. This is my, I don't know, freaking... Lego
1: collection. This is
0: my this is my Lego Battleship Galactica <laughs> replica. Yeah. And she's like, she's no. Like, no. he's like, what? And she's like, just put it in storage. And he's like, okay, this is my replica Thor hammer. And she's like, no, I want to put this by the toilet. And she's like, no.
3: I you
1: know? know? And he's
0: like, he- what the fuck? I want some of my stuff up.
1: You have to compromise and you have to not be petty. Because if you're going to say yes to her things and then mm. refer to them as the whatever atrocities you put in the bathroom or whatever you said um that's not fair either because you know, now you now you sound listen. Resentful. the guy's got
0: potty golf he wants to be able to play and it's potty not golf.
1: I know right <laughs> and it's not helpful to the relationship to just build resentment so communicate and compromise
0: listen but if you want to win, what you need to do is you need to break up inflate the value of your stuff say that it was passed down from generations do a fake bid on ebay to make it seem more expensive uh or at the end of the day just break some of her shit and throw a tantrum yeah just Just burn
1: every burn it down
0: i mean i'm (laughs) serious like like just take some of her shit and just break it and just just start the process of the breakup because you guys are not going to stay together if you can not figure out what you want to
1: put up listen if you are looking to win This isn't a lasting relationship. I'm sorry. That's just not a teamwork. That's not, you're not going to last.
0: Look, I got a lot of shit. I got a lot of stuff. I got a big wall of Funko Pops here. I got, I need, I absolutely need my own space. I would not be able to go stay with somebody if I did not have my I need a I need an office for editing and and Mm -hmm. podcasting and doing and you know that and you're aware of that. that. And so yeah, yeah, so so so
1: maybe that's another option. Maybe instead of um trying to share space, trying to decorate mm -hmm. shared space, um you can have your own. I don't I don't know where their living situation is, but you should get an office space or something.
0: Yeah, he said there's no room for a man cave or anything, so yeah. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. have to put some shit in storage, man, and you're you gonna are. have to you're gonna have to put some shit in storage, and you're gonna have to yeah, toxic. You're gonna have to figure mm. out if this is a, a good place for you to be.
1: Yeah, the mentality of wanting to win—it's not yeah. how you build a long-lasting relationship. It. So I get it. Communicate and compromise.
3: Right. You know.
0: Yeah, you get it. All right, we got two, three more tabs, and then we're gonna get to our bit at the end of the show. Uh, the last things I wanted to talk to you. Rebecca Black is the latest person to burn andrew tate uh we, i
3: love uh, oh yeah
0: <laughs> she uh she this is an andrew tate a music video that that resurfaced Ooh. recently i love that i'm gonna
3: spend the money when you spend the little time all you gotta do is ask me i
1: can make you look classy oh no it's so cringe
3: around i had get you in my back seat
0: uh, yeah, the leather on the Bentley. They call them plenty. All right, anyway. So, uh, so her, her tweet was, "I was 13. This man is 36."
3: <laughs> I love it. What's his
1: excuse? You're a grown ass man.
0: Yeah. Oh my but god. But if you go deeper into this,
1: mm-hmm.
0: did you know she's like, like a, like a lesbian, like? Icon now, like she's.
1: I did. She's like
0: she's like super gay, and she's like she's like. Oh, I tweeted chicks.
1: about it when she came out because yeah. she. Fuck! How did I know? Oh, she collabs a lot with another YouTuber that um that I watch. Yeah. Yeah, it was a long time ago. I don't know, but yeah, I yeah I was happy for her when she came out. It was awesome. She
0: went from Friday to.
1: Damn. damn.
0: Gay. Gay. There right, hey, hey, <laughs> you go. I was gay, like, gay, hey. hey. Hey!
1: Yeah, I think I thirst tweeted. I think I was like something like, Rebecca Black, date me. <laughs> something like that. It's great. Good times.
0: All right. So we talked about this at the beginning of the show. Bad Bunny is headlining Coachella.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: but you've already seen him?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've seen him.
0: Frank Ocean and Bjork on Sundays. Uh, I also just don't uh, like.
1: Bunny. I don't know. The idea of Coachella just isn't attractive to me. Yeah. Um.
0: Okay. Big
1: music festivals just now. I want to go to old Coachella. Cool. Old Oh, yeah yeah back when it was for- like vans yeah. and like you slept in it and it's like 10 bands 10 indie rock bands
3: <laughs>
0: like, right um when stefani uh back up to her shenanigans uh, so. she once again addressed along san accusations of cultural appropriation pertaining to their hara
1: <laughs> That's not forget her chola era too
0: uh, okay. Declaring that she had been so inspired by the culture of Japan that she considers herself Japanese, oh, in, a, no. <laughs> no. in an interview with Allure about her new beauty line, the singer uh, judge black on her work inspired by Japan's uh, Harajuku subculture, including her 2004 album Love Angel Music mm-hmm. uh, Baby, its track Harajuku Girls, and the 2008 fragrance line Harajuku Lovers. Stephanie said, "It's it should be okay to be inspired by other cultures." She also stated, "I'm Japanese." She did not. She did.
3: <laughs> what? Oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> listen i i i love i love cultural appreciation um yes. i love that i love that bit where the guy's got got like the 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 mexican hat and the mustache and he goes to all the young white people and they're like yes i'm offended like he's like are you mexican and then yes we're offended and then he goes to the fucking barrio and everybody's like no you look good don't worry about it you're good yeah. you know uh, I love Trevor. Culpran- I think that uh, we get too caught up on cultural appropriation versus um, sure. because I, I really love, you know, our show is called Mi Gente Show, obviously. So it should be about respecting, but but also promoting other cultures. And 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 if you go to a lot of places in the world, they want, you, that's how they make their money. They want you to buy the things and uh they want you to buy the kimonos in, in japan and all that stuff but yeah this this and with especially with her history Jesus. it's a little bit on the nose for her
1: yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's difficult to know the difference between appreciation and appropriation and then also when you're profiting off of it that's adds another layer ale what, what's your take that, on this? I'm I curious. Think, I
2: think they don't really under understand the difference between cultural appropriation and cultural appreciation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, right. yeah, I mean, well, I've seen it a lot, like with, my, with the animated films. That's something mm-hmm. I really love the part that they, when they do all the research and everything and they have the cultural trust, like they did with Encanto. Mm -hmm. Like they did with Moana, for example, and uh, I think with Luca, they had a really huge cultural trust for Italy as well. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, they're actually taking what they and how and making it truthful so that people like that live there don't feel offended about what they did. Mm-hmm. no it's like using it correctly it's like the manual right that we don't get in life it's like okay if we're doing this thing correctly you have to do this this and this and the cultural trust in movies is the same thinking the same freaking thing
3: yeah I agree. it's
2: like the manual like okay if we're doing this correctly you got to do it this way and that way and that way
3: mm-hmm
2: but yeah, I think that most people don't really understand the difference between appropriation and cultural appreciation.
1: And what do you think about Gwen Stefani specifically? Do you think that
2: I think that you know, she understand. probably doesn't really understand it cor- like as it is. Yeah. Because I mean, I love Mexican cult I love Mexican culture, but I don't consider myself Mexican because I wasn't even more- born in Mexico. For example, mm-hmm. it's like Yeah. No, I just love the culture, but I don't consider myself that because I'm not that. It's like, no, it's like there are limits, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah, exactly. I think there's a there's a difference between liking a culture, appreciating it, learning, really even like living it um and experiencing it versus playing dress up and profiting right which is which is ultimately what she did is it exposure yes is it the kind of exposure that is respectful that's for each individual japanese person or latino to to decide right
0: i mean she's from orange county right so she's an
1: oc yes
0: but 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 well remember we gave um the guy in our intro uh So many. Do, the just the just do it guy.
1: Jason
0: said uh, oh uh Stependejo Shia oh Shia LaBeouf. Like, I like I my my dog has a similarity. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We gave him a pass for the brown face when he was playing the, the white the white cholo from the you know that every hood got a, a white guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um that's down like that. So do you give her more of a pass for the chola look? Being a show she is from Orange County where there is obviously not as much as down South versus Japan, where she, she, it, she just viewed them from afar.
3: You well, know?
1: that gets into the question of the separation of arts in the sense that acting, that's a whole different thing of like, let actors act. Is it appropriate to act a different race, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, versus doing music, which I am okay when, so here's my thing. I'm okay. And some people are going to disagree, obviously, but I'm okay when an artist takes inspiration from a culture. Shakira mm-hmm. had that Middle Eastern face, you know, yeah, all that stuff. She, so I get, but she I, has
2: heritage from Middle East. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, she part of
2: her family is from Middle East as well. She has Lebanese so heritage.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I just mean like in within the music, I can give it a pass to a certain extent. But when it's like aesthetic in the music video and it just comes off as like performative i don't know it's so she has a little bit cringe. more
0: of so it's so it's it the, the chola stuff is a little bit less cringe than the, than the japanese stuff
1: like if you take i don't know if you take like a beat drop and you put it in your song i'm gonna respect it a little more than if you wear a sombrero and have a matraka, you know it's kind of like yeah. uh one looks like you're mocking and the other one is like okay i'm drawing inspiration from this culture and then just accredit them
2: right
1: yeah so i don't know yeah, I, I feel really, like there's a difference I,
2: I agree with your with your comment there Sophia mm-hmm. thank you yeah because because yeah and and considering the example with Shakira now that it's also a hot take right like you did you guys know that she hit 50, 50 million? Oh, yeah
1: Libya and Columbia, design yeah
2: yeah so uh right now the song that dropped yesterday like the song that dropped uh yeah, yeah, BizRap, I think that's in oh the bizarre yeah
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was it, a it hit
2: 50 million views on YouTube yeah, today. Like two seconds. So, it was like a super record apparently.
3: Yeah,
0: I had it as a tap, I mean, but I don't want to get us ourselves uh <laughs> they'll
2: and, take and, it I, I, and
0: I was
2: And I was re re-listening like all of the Shakira hits like before this <laughs> when yeah. I was walking Charlie.
0: <laughs> she is. I love she it. uh she she's yeah, she needs the money too because she's uh mm-hmm. the, the the Spanish government's still trying to take more money from her. Yeah, yeah, so, it's a well, thin
1: gonna... line to draw between style and mocking a whole culture. So I don't know. You just gotta yeah. do it tasteful and I don't, don't know, I'm not though. the authority. It's, yeah. hey. it's not, I don't know. And that's that's on the eye of the beholder, right? I don't know. Right. That's the, the artist, yeah. death of the writer. Once you put your art out there,
0: I just think that her being from the oc gives gives the the the, the Cholo incident a little bit less i think it's it's less egregious than the japanese thing
1: i agree i will agree with that yes
0: and although i and
1: they're limited limit. yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: because there's that you know we always see those videos about that whole japanese subculture and it's not a, a millions of them it's a small group but that they are they're pretty much all like choloed out the entire time with the low writers mm-hmm. and everything and they, you know they're just yeah. like full-on living that life <laughs> yeah.
1: listen i'm not canceling her and i'm not saying that she should be canceled mm-hmm. but i am saying that it's cringe all right.
0: I, don't,
1: I don't know but they're all not right. mutually exclusive we can all ex- coexist together it is moving
0: right along i don't know Does she you
1: have nothing best? else to say no other thoughts
0: no, I mean, I, I just thought it was interesting. It was our last tab there. All right. So uh, we have been live all evening with uh, Alexa Jimenez. You can find her at Soy Alexa Jimenez on Twitter. And you can find her at Soy Ale Jimenez93 on Instagram. We will have links to her production company in the info to the video as well as to the podcast that will be released next Tuesday on Mi Gente Show wherever you get our podcast, And if you missed any part of this and you're joining us late, you can catch the video on demand on our 2M Burrito channel on YouTube, Facebook, gente Show, and twitch.tv slash gente Show. So we want to thank our guest, Alexa Jimenez, for coming on. But we do have one last thing that we do with all our guests, well, most of our guests, when, we, when I remember to. Mm-hmm. And that's something that you saw last week. And it's something we like to crawl the bracket bit. You know what that sound means It's time for Bracket B Bracket B
3: Bracket B Woo 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 Bracket B Bracket B Woo woo
0: woo woo Fire side chats All righty Coming to the end of the show We've talked about many topics So many that we had to leave some for next episode but we are joined by somebody who has uh, and is continuing to make animated movies. So what better chance? And we had Guillermo del Toro, Pinocchio, won for Best Animated Movie, where he said animation is not uh, it's not a genre. It is a genre. It's medium. a media. It is a medium. It's a medium. For, medium. Us, for, you, for us to tell our stories. There's been tons of great animated movies. Some of my favorite shows are animated shows like BoJack Horseman, which I'm wearing their shirt or uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, or or Lucy Daughter of Devil, or tons of cartoons that we grew up with, adult shows, uh, kids shows. But today, since we have a filmmaker on, we're gonna do a bracket. It's called Animation Nation, and it is best animated films of all time. I'm gonna give you two classic, or what I feel are classic animated films, and you're gonna tell me which one moves on to the next round. You can choose whatever uh, methodology you want to complete the survey, Uh, which one you like the most, which one you would watch next, if you had to watch one of them, which one is most important to you, which one you'd like to remake. I just ask that you keep the same methodology through the entire bracket. Are you okay? You ready?
2: Yeah. Yeah, here we go,
0: And away we go. All right, in the first round, we have Spirited Away. uh, By a lot of measures, one of the best uh, animated movies of all time. And I used to really love this book when I was a kid, The Little Prince.
2: I think well I'm gonna go with my favorites, probably yeah, I'm gonna go with my favorites. Okay. Uh I'll would choose Spirited Away.
0: All right. And if you want to expand on any of these, even the ones that you don't still like, how you feel about them, you can you feel free to do yeah, that as well.
2: I, I really I, you know that I really like the Little Prince, but I i I think I've I've watched more time Spirited Away because I mean it's a classic from Studio Ghibli. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so. it's awesome. Uh Fantastic, Mister Fox. Wes Anderson's attempt at animation, claymation, and South Park: bigger, longer, uncut.
3: Mm,
2: I think I would go with Fantastic Mister Fox.
0: All right, Aladdin. Go ahead.
2: Uh Because uh, I like, I really like stop motion. Even though I haven't done anything with stop motion, but at some point I hope I do. Though <laughs> so, yes. stop motion is really, yeah, I I really yeah. like it.
0: Take your notes. All right, we have Aladdin or Inside Out.
2: Mm, inside Out.
0: Mm, love up it. or Pinocchio, the original. Okay,
2: that one's really hard. <laughs> yeah. This
0: You're is so so reminding different. that the uh, the bracket bit is created to cause maximum pain.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay, so are we talking Guillermo de Toro's Pinocchio or that uh, first I, version?
0: Oh, I, I
4: will say right. or the original.
0: Pinocchio? original.
2: Uh, okay, I will go with Up then. <laughs>
0: Got it. Well, the original, I mean, I remember the original. I watched that a ton as a kid.
1: I was scared
2: yeah, as hell. Yeah. I would go with up.
0: All right. My neighbor, Totoro, or Frozen?
2: Mm, frozen.
0: Frozen. Mm-hmm. The Lion King, or Who Framed Roger Rabbit?
2: I think I would go with Who Framed Roger Rabbit.
0: Yeah. yeah we we're talking about uh, one of the mentors there that was part of that movie.
2: Yeah. Respect there.
0: Uh huh. The Lego Movie or Coco?
2: Coco, yes. All the way, all the Sorry, way. I'm
0: biased. <laughs> Dumbo or Shrek?
2: Oh my gosh! Come on, why are you doing that? <laughs> uh, okay. If we're talking, I think yeah, I've seen more times Shrek than Dumbo, probably. Yeah.
3: All
0: so right.
2: let's go with Shrek.
0: Okay. And, Wally, and that-
2: <laughs> uh-huh. which
0: made us be feel so much for. An- for a robot, or Encanto,
2: Encanto,
0: Encanto, mm-hmm. the Iron Giant or Minions, Minions. There you go, The Incredibles, or Ratatouille.
2: Mm. Oh my gosh! Come on, how can you put two Pixar movies together? That's <laughs> Yeah, that's really bad. Come on. <laughs>
0: hey, it's gonna happen. Uh,
2: Okay, I think I would go with Ratatouille.
0: Ratatouille. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. So, Incredibles and that humongous kind of <laughs> Elastigirl.
2: the girl. You know that right now, and you know that right now in the animated fil- the short film that we're making, I'm actually using a lot of Brad Bird's thing that she used that he used for the for the little red camera. Oh yeah. <laughs> because mm-hmm. yeah, because. I have some tiny characters for the animated film that we're making. So I was like, I was talking with Osman and I was like, okay, we can use like sort of the one that they used in Ratatouille. And he was like, yeah, I think I got I, I got you. I know what you're talking about here. <laughs> and so we're actually taking that point of view. Ooh, there
0: you go.
2: Yeah. For nope. the animated film.
0: Oh, well, I mean, hopefully you, uh, you you share that with us when when it's ready because I would love to. Yeah, see
2: you. I'll I'll let you guys know when when yes, it, when please. it's real ready for.
0: It's festival run.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm excited. All right, all right. We got the Little Mermaid or Fantasia.
2: The Little Mermaid.
0: Fantasia on some good acid. Mm, that's, a, mm. that's a Sunday afternoon right there. All right, Toy Story or Spider Man into oh, the on. multiverse. <laughs>
2: come on. Okay, that one's really hard to choose because I like them both. But let's go with Toy Story.
0: Toy Story. She's going with some classics. Classics. Yeah, yeah.
2: Spider- I'd rather go with the classic. Than-
0: Spider. Hey, Spider Verse is you know top shelf animation, top shelf storytelling. It's really training, good. It's top really shelf good. Marvel. App-
2: it's really good. I mean, I really liked it, and I think we saw it with with. My husband like a few times because he loved it, and I was like, okay, yeah, but he's more more of a Spider Man fan than me, so.
0: <laughs> All right, we got violence versus violence here. We got Bambi, which broke my oh, my heart it. as a kid, or mm-hmm. Anita.
2: Uh, Bambi.
0: Bambi. Yeah. Beavis yeah, I'm and sticking with the
2: classics here
0: <laughs> Yeah. It's Beavis and Butthead do America or Snow White. Mm.
2: Okay, I like the BBs and Butthead, but I'll go with Snow White.
0: Snow White. Let's
2: but let's keep on the classic theme there. The
0: Mitch, the Mitchells versus the Machines, or Nightmare Before Christmas.
2: Uh, there I'm gonna give it to the Mitchells versus the Machines.
0: Really, Nightmare Before Christmas is a classic considered by a lot.
2: I know, but between both, I I like better the Mitchells, mm-hmm. and I already have a as the motion before.
0: All right, so moving right along, we got Spirited Away or Fantastic Mr. Fox. Mm.
2: Spirited Away.
0: All right, Inside Out or
2: Up. Okay, then then mm. I made it hard for myself there.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I well, listen, sometimes I with. say flip a coin. Sometimes I say, hey, <laughs> if you had to watch one of these right now after the stream, which one would you pop in? You know, or you. Can just... I would
2: go with Inside Out. Inside. Yeah, out. Cool. I would go with Inside Out.
0: <laughs> I love Frozen that. or who or Roger Rabbit?
2: I think I would go. Who framed Roger Rabbit?
0: I mean, it is sort of a mix of live action and animation, but I think it's so. That's false. what I and like it.
2: about it. That's yeah. what I like about it.
0: All right, we got Coco or Shrek.
2: Uh. Let's go with Shrek.
0: Shrek. Ooh, Coco. Ooh, Coco.
1: Ooh,
0: <laughs> Coco. Coco goes down.
1: Goes down.
0: All right. Um Encanto or Minions. Encanto. Mm-hmm. Encanto moves on. Now
1: Can I, I just w- ask? Wait, yeah, I wanna ask. Encanto or Coco?
2: Uh okay, that one's hard. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I like them the I think I like them both equally. Because they're both so good.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Choose one, please. <laughs> Pretend no. it's in the bracket.
2: I don't know. I think I will
1: go with Encanto. Oh, interesting. Okay, all
2: right.
0: Yeah, love it. I think. I mean, I've said this before, but I I, I really enjoy the fact that Encanto is Colombian. Mm-hmm. But I think that it feels like it could have been about a half a dozen other countries in South yeah. America, or Central Me America. Yeah, could, you could have easily say told the same story. So even though I appreciate it and I love for Colombian kids that that it's a huge movie and that it's centered in Colombia. Um, and I love the, the touches that they put about the culture, um, the food ex- explicitly, but I do think that Coco did it better in terms of specifically to the culture.
1: Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. They got yeah, the Mexican that, culture. That
0: was way more understandable than in Coco. Then. That mm-hmm. was more understandable in Coco. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Encanto wasn't really... It was more about the songs and the performances and the and the stuff a little bit more. Yeah. Coco had more story, more, more heart, more, more directly. More related culture. To yeah. yeah, it' was more more cultural to yeah. It had a lot more a lot more culture than Encanto did. I mean, anyway. Uh, Ratatouille or the Little Mermaid.
2: Hmm. Okay. I'm making them making the second records harder on myself.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: They only get harder going forward. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, I think I'm going to go with Ratatouille.
0: Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Toy Story or Bambi? Two classics. Toy Story. Toy, Toy Story. Story. You got a friend in me. Snow White or the Mitchells versus the Machines? Mm,
2: let's go with the Mitchells.
0: The Mitchells versus Toy Story. Uh, Toy Story. Encanto and Ratatouille.
2: Uh, okay, yeah, that one's a hard one.
0: <laughs> uh, it happens.
2: Okay, because and this one, I think I, I would take it more like, yeah, let's let's take it like with the with the single along ability. <laughs>
0: single along ability. All right, we're switching. We're switching here. We're switching methodologies. So, you're going to go with. Like
2: on this one, on this one at least, because, yeah, because the one that I always hit like songs on my playlist is Encanto.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Encanto moves on. And then we have Who Framed Roger Rabbit or Shrek?
2: Who Framed Roger Rabbit? I think Roger I've watched that movie like a dozen, dozens of times.
0: Oh. Um, I've watched. This.
2: It's, I mean, it's really good. And Spirited it, Away would be on that one. <laughs>
0: All right, we got here our final four. We got four classics of animation. Final
1: four, baby.
0: All right, we got Spirited Away, which is by any account one of the best uh, animated movies of all time. And then we have a movie that's very special to you because of the times and because of the connections you have to it. So the choice is yours.
2: Mm, I think I would go there with Spirited Away.
0: Mm. Spirited Away moves on. And then on the other side, two other classics. Each of these could be the final. Encanto Toy or Toy Story. Toy Story?
1: Oh, that was quick!
0: She's without thinking, quick without Final thinking, two. that's the way to go. Go with your gut. All right, oh, here we go. God. Spirited Away, Toy Story.
2: I think I would go with Toy Story.
0: Toy Story, interesting.
1: And Spirited Away falls. All the right, Neppo
0: <laughs> baby's daddy wins again.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm Hanks. Yeah, <laughs> it's a classic,
1: man. It's a classic.
0: It's a listen, I've watched Toy Story probably eight hundred times with the minions. So I, I, I know I know all the ins and outs of, of that franchise. Yeah. So, and you learn
2: the dialogues, like without thinking it. You learned the dialogue. Oh
0: yeah. yeah I, trust me. Anything that's Toy Story or minions or Kung Fu Panda related, I know everything about I know all the characters. I I, I even sit here and I that. criticize it. I'm like, what the hell? Why why would they do that? You know?
2: You know, you know that with my sister, I think it was and with my cousins, we actually watched and rewatch *Shrek*. For some reason, I don't know why, and we ended up like learning the dialogues in Spanish. And it was so funny, because like when we were going on run- road trips, we would be like, "¡Ya ¡Lle merito llegamos! ¡Ya ¡Lle merito llegamos! ¡Ya ¡Lle merito llegamos!" <laughs> like from the other the other movies, and it was like, "Come on!"
1: <laughs> oh my god, that was actually <laughs> one of my you- questions: Is do you um, do you watch these films in Spanish or English?
2: Uh, well, or do you have a preference? Well, depends Mm because the ones that I that I watched them as a kid, I I try to watch them in Spanish, though. I know that you can actually appreciate the animation better with English because that's the language it was. It was time to. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, the ones that I that I that I looked before. Right. It was like I watched them probably most of them in Spanish.
3: Mm. Yeah,
2: like yeah. from like s- from, I think it was from twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen forward. I've just watched them in English.
1: Okay, yeah, similar, same.
2: Yeah, because uh- of the, and you can actually appreciate the animation better, like looking at it on the original language. Like yeah. we we watch Spirited Away with my husband. When we watch it, we watch it on Jap- with Japanese and subtitles because it's better appreciated oh, with, yeah. the, with the dialogues
1: yeah i agree even in live action i always try to stick to whatever uh yeah, the original language is now i'll just read the captions yeah
0: although yeah s- when i spent some i time love in- subtitles
2: it's subtitles, yeah, for subtitles for yeah. a reason. <laughs> when
0: uh when i was in uh when i was in mexico for a while i think uh the simpsons in spanish sort of ruined everything for me because it was like Oh man! Oh, was so like it was just such a such a distinct voice. Like, and I was just like, ah oh, man! Some of these are much better in other languages.
3: Yeah. So, <laughs> but for lot. most films, yeah, <laughs> I like yeah,
0: like uh, yeah, like any any major film, I have to watch it in uh, their original language. I don't mm-hmm. I can't I can't I can't watch dubs. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I agree. So if I if there's a movie that I have to pay too much attention to, I can't have it on the background. I have to pay attention mm-hmm. uh, and save it. All right. Well. Yeah. Alexa, thank you very much for joining us all the way from, from yes. Central America today. Thank,
1: thank you so you for much for giving me. us your time, Ale.
0: Thank okay. you for
2: having me. It was a pleasure to be here. I will definitely let you know when the new stuff is around. So maybe I can join yes. in again because yeah, no, I, I love this. It it's was a really a pleasure. And Aww. and and I mean it's it's a nice thing to have like this late show type of interview, interviews and stuff. You guys you guys rock. Oh,
0: thank oh, you, Ale. We're so excited you. Hold on. that you
1: yeah, Hold on, I got you she's my hat again. Time. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, I know, again.
3: right? Yeah, 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 we got
0: yeah, I'm, right. out of, I'm out of hats, thank thank I'm out of I'm out of hats. Yeah. No, but thank you very much. Uh we really appreciate you taking the time. We're absolutely invited to come back again. You know, we Definitely. wish you nothing but the luck. And as soon as those movies are ready for for next year, you let me know and we'll get you some, we'll get we'll get them um. We'll get you some waivers so you can submit them at least to, to the San Diego Latino Film Festival. Yeah, we'd love to, that would be we'd love, to, awesome. we'd love a chance to screen your work there when it's ready.
2: By the way, I'm I'm thinking about posting this video on my web, on the website of us later yeah. so that we can have it there so people can rewatch it later. So right. I'm going to yeah. probably post it over there. <laughs>
0: No, please, um, if you want, just message me and I can send you a link to the actual video or you can take it and rip it from the YouTube channel, whatever you want.
2: No, no, so. I think I can, I can embed it. There yeah, you really. can
0: embed it. Into <laughs> and uh, also remember I did, if um, for the next time you chat, I did send you a link to some of uh, our work together. So if you get bored, watch some of our movies, watch some of Sophia's stuff. Oh, there yeah.
2: I I'll, 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 I'll love watching that stuff. Like
0: check it. To get yeah, the yeah, inspiration yeah. as
2: well. We can get inspiration from each other.
0: Oh, yeah, yes.
1: Absolutely. Yes. And hopefully someday we can meet in person. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So like I I don't know the best. You need a, you need yeah. a voice. You need a voiceover actor for anything. You let, you let us know. Okay.
2: Yeah, totally. Thank you so much, guys.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> thank you everybody that tuned in and watch. Uh, thank you, Karina. Karina says so nice to meet your guest tonight. Make sure you guys follow her. Uh, at Soy Alexa Jimenez on Twitter. As well as uh, Soy Ale Jiménez ninety three.
1: Yeah, I believe we added her on the post on Mi gente show. That's what we uh, added her
0: on the post. Yeah, 90. absolutely. So thank you yeah. for everybody, Sophia. You have a good evening as well. Ah, to you too. Love, love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. you. We'll, we'll, we'll talk shortly. Yes. Peace out, Mi gente. Bye.
2: Vamos, papá, hay que irnos. Me
3: estoy aguantando desde que pusieron el domo. ¿Puedes esperar? Muchas personas trabajaron en esta película y solo quieren que se aprendan sus
0: nombres de memoria. Y yo quiero asegurarme
4: de que ningún animal resultó lesionado durante las primación de esta película. ¡Listo! ¡Uy, palomitas en el duelo. ¡Chao!
3: Pero parece que nadie tiene algo que decir. Cuatro años después.